Welcome to the Inglorious Bards. This is adventure number 45, which is actually, geez, 61 in this season, including uh, our podcast episodes for this season as well. Quite a lot. Our heroes leveled up last session, and they are itching and ready to go to break out some new abilities and big, big numbers. They're excited, as am I. Uh, and uh, before we get started, we have a quick shout-out from one of our patrons. Trends. I uh, extended an offer to uh, people who help support the show to uh, maybe give out a message uh, every now and again from one of our patrons, and someone had something they wanted to say. This message comes from uh, Sammy, and Sammy wanted to wish all of us the best. Sammy says, I'd like to wish a very happy birthday to Tater Salad 0427 and Brambor. Happy birthday. So, Bards, you got to make this an out of this world episode i'm watching you thanks a lot sammy we'll do our best uh if you want to help support the show as well and be a rock star just like sammy uh check out uh, patreon.com slash inglorious bards you can also join us uh, everyone can come join us on the discord channel uh, and uh just chat about the show and the adventures and whatever you might think about the inglorious bards uh at our website inglorious bards com without further ado let's get a recap of what happened last session from jeremy xander died and then got back uh he was like dying level two like right when the fight started we were in the middle of a gigantic fight with vodak uh the the great white dragon and a whole bunch of colium guards with some different special powers that happened from Larry, who is with us, and uh, everyone else coming through, there was a lot of tag teaming and helping out, and we rallied and came back out, uh, came up out of it. Yaru started blasting all over the place, and the final kill stroke happened by uh, Piercy, who made a critical hit and, and completely took Vodak down. It was amazing. And then we decided to talk about what was going on next. <laughs> we started trying to make plans for where we were going to go. Were we going to head east? Were we going to follow where the, the Tower of Scourgeon are? And that information took us. And while Yaru was going through and starting to take him some information, he was visited by a vision. Tarai, Master Tarai, from the Temple of the Three Winds, came and approached him. And uh, kind of just rubbed Yaru's face in the fact that he thinks he's better than him. Uh, that he was going to be reading the new book of shinorian probably said that wrong i don't have the accent down but he's he's definitely going to be trying to make himself a level higher up than what yara is going to be and also decided to partner up with char eyes thinking that that's the best way things are going uh yaro did his best to rebuff him and to reject uh this completely nonsensical process and instead continue on with our journey and where we continued on came from a crystal shard that was found on one of the Colium guards that gave us a vision of a, a lake somewhere up in the northeast that has a crystal ball or, or a reef sphere at the bottom of it. And, and he saw a vision of a, of a white dragon claw grabbing it. After a lot of deliberation and a lot of debate, we decided that's where we were going to head. So that's where we're leaving off. We got to keep going. So from there, let the adventure Begin!
A farmer pushes his cart along a trail in the cold night air. As he makes his way up a sloped hill towards his farm, he notices a tall figure approaching up the road. The farmer sets down his cart and gives a friendly wave. Good evening, friend. The figure approaches the cart. Darkness and the cold cling to him. His face covered by a hood and the night sky. His black gloved hands clenched tightly. The farmer instinctively steps back from the figure. This is not a man, but something much more terrifying. Something not of this world. Then, from beneath the darkness under the hood, a raspy voice speaks. I seek Edlin home. It's, it's just back down the road. A chilled air emanates from the figure. It rotates its head down the road. The Ember Lantern. Uh, across the pond, it, it's the tavern with the light. The figure walks past the trembling farmer and down the road towards Edlin home. After some time, the farmer finds the courage to run away, leaving his cart behind. The Ember Lantern, the only tavern in town, is quiet with a small fire keeping the cold at bay. A drunk man lays snoring on a table near the entrance. Half dozen other patrons are enjoying their time, and a half-orc stands behind the bar, mopping the floor. Then, the door to the tavern creaks open. A cold wind blows in. The fire sputters. The patrons here all turn and see a single figure in a dark robe standing in the entrance. It steps in and slowly turns its head to all corners of the tavern. Everyone there knows this is no ordinary creature. The half-orc behind the bar raises his mop like a weapon, but an old gnome holds him back and steps forward. What is this? What do you want? You're not welcome here! I seek the home of the gnome sorcerer. He goes by the name of Xanner. Well, you found the place. That's my boy. Now get out! The figure reaches up with his gloved hand and pulls back his hood. There is no face, just a form of dark shadow with glowing white orbs for eyes. I am Raineth. The deal was broken. They breached a tower and searched for information about my master. Now they must pay. So says Skordranar. Raineth takes off his gloves and drops them to the floor. His shadowy hands extend. The gnome bartender steps back, and one of the patrons quickly gets up and stands before the shadow being. I am Voldus, mayor of Edlin Home. You try to harm anyone in this town, and you'll have to go through me first. This barrel-chested man draws his sword in defiance. Raineth cocks his head curiously at the man. So be it. Raineth flicks his hand, and our view is tossed out of the Ember Lantern. The door slams shut behind us as we look back upon the tavern. A scream pierces the night air. The light of the fire instantly goes out. The sound of crackling magic and smashing wood can be heard. Terrified screams from more people in the tavern cry out into the night. The screams are heard throughout the town of Enlin Home. Doors are barred and lights extinguished. Only the evening crickets can be heard. 
The shadowy form of Raineth leaves the carnage and death of the tavern behind and heads towards the only light it can see, a lodge across the pond. Inside the lodge, a plump woman puts a wooden beam across the door and rushes to the fireplace with a small bucket of water. Her husband nervously looks around and pulls an old sword off the wall used for decoration. There's something outside the window. Get behind me, Marpin. The two innkeepers huddle together and stare at the door. The wooden beam locking the door moves slightly, then snaps off at the base and clatters against the far wall. The door creaks open and the shadowy form of Raineth stands in the opening, its eyes gleaming white. It glides through the entrance, reveling in the terror of his victims. This town must pay and you must die. So my master has decided, and I will enjoy this. No, stop, we didn't do anything. We don't even know you. The innkeeper holds the sword between him and the shadow, the blade shaking in his hands. Raineth stretches his own hand of darkness towards the innkeepers and laughs until the door behind him creaks once more. Raineth stops and turns around to see an old man walking through the door, looking tired as though his rest was interrupted. The old man limps towards a table near the door and lays down a long leather bag. I have come to destroy this town and catfolk in their temple and dwarves in their mountain and much more. I have been set free to murder and destroy what is cherished. The old man unties the long leather bag and winces as he moves a tender shoulder. Raineth stalks towards him as the innkeeper shuffled towards the back. A price will be paid in blood for breaking the deal. I will kill and kill, and there is nothing you can do to stop this. The old man opens up the long bag, revealing a quiver of arrows within. He turns towards Raineth and simply says, Maybe. Raineth moves ever closer to the old man. You will be the first to die, and I will enjoy it. The old man pulls an old bow made of ochran wood from the bag, as well as a handful of arrows. Maybe, but I've run into monsters like you. I've stood before them, and I stand before you. So stop your jabbering and come at me. Raineth instantly flies the last few feet towards the old archer, who tumbles out of the way at the last second. He instantly fires his bow from a kneeling position, sinking two arrows into the shadow. Raineth cries out in pain before waving one arm in a sweeping motion. From across the lodge, two huge wooden tables sail through the air at the archer. He ducks under the first attack, but the second table smashes the old man across the room. The archer shakes his head and stands up from under the splintered table. Blood drips down from the man's head. He looks at the arrows still in his hands, but doesn't see what he's looking for. Back across the room where he was hit, a golden-tipped arrow, the very one he needs, lies on the wooden floor. He fires two more shots. The first, Raineth dodges. The second sails through the shadow, causing Raineth to curse in pain. The archer limps towards his golden arrow as quick as his old legs will take him. Raineth opens his palm at the archer, and black spears of pure shadow fling out from its arm and sail across the room. The archer is struck once and then again. Spears of black shadow sticking all the way through his chest and belly. He gasps for air and drops the handful of arrows left in his hand. 
Raineth laughs and slowly floats towards the dying archer. Know that I will burn this town down around your corpse. Another spear of shadow flies across the room and impales the old archer. He drops to his knees, barely holding on to his bow. I am suffering unleashed. The dying archer drops to all fours. Blood drips steadily out of his wounds, trails down his right arm, and onto the golden-tipped arrow beneath his hand. And I am Portmer, the last defender of Edlin home. With his remaining strength, the old archer flicks his blood-covered hand towards his bow, and the last arrow of Portmer the archer is shot. Raineth stumbles back. It clutches at the golden arrow plunged into its shadowy chest. The arrow glows brightly and shakes violently. No, no! The light from the golden arrow becomes blindingly intense. The essence of Raineth unravels into thick ropes of flailing shadow. The creature howls in pain as the light grows more intense. Shadows burst out in all directions before collapsing in on the golden arrow with a loud sucking sound. The screaming of the creature stops the golden arrow clatters lightly to the ground next to the body of the old archer. When the morning light shines across the chaos in the lodge, many townsfolk have gathered inside. Priests from the nearby temple wrap the remains of the brave archer to give him a proper burial. An old wizard is there who pokes at the golden arrow with his boot. The innkeeper of the lodge comes up to the wizard. So, so is that thing dead? Did, did he kill it? Hmm, what? Uh, no, no, it's not dead, but it's been banished, sent back to its master. It won't be able to return here for a very long time. The wizard looks out the window towards the clouds in the north. There is an enemy coming, not a dragon, not an army, but a being named Skordranar who wants the world and seeks revenge. And that is a dangerous combination. Our heroes have been adventuring and exploring and hiking northeast through the kingdom of Ivoron into the Ocarin Woods. You are heading towards an area called the Endless Pond, which is a large, sizable lake. What should have taken two, maybe three days of travel through the woods has taken five, as the weather has taken a huge turn for the worse. Lots of snow falling, barely trudging and making your way through, staying huddled at night in what little fire you can manage, uh, keeping warm together. It is a miserably cold experience. Leading the group is someone who is good at survival. Who would like to have led the group forward on this trek? Probably be Sildren. Sildren, make a survival 32 roll, please. About a 43. With a 43, Sildren gives a significant bonus to all of you. All of you get a plus three bonus to a fortitude save to shrug off some of the effects of this cold. All of you make a fortitude save with a plus three bonus. Yeah. Master Yaru got a, oh, I'm sorry, uh, someone, it was a 42. Any success is a critical success. Uh, 42 plus three is 45, sorry. Great at survival, but he is going to spend a hero point because I only rolled a five. 
even with a plus three, that's pretty low. Try it again! Get any worse. It got See? a little bit better. 31 for Sildred. 35 for Xanner. Ooh, Kalik is also roll, rolled real bad, so she's going to use a hero point. And gets a 33. That's a pass. That's a pass. Sildren, your number was? 31. 31 with your own bonus is a pass. Bali has a 32. Every single one of you pass and none of you suffer any ill effects as Sildren guides you carefully through the snow and getting as much cover as you can uh, and staying as warm as he can possibly make you. Thank you. I got a critical success in a row. <laughs> you guys are making your way through these trees and woods. Uh, again, heavy snow. Uh, you're, you have to stop and brush it off you from time to time. You continue to hike following this uh, crystal. Who has this crystal? Xanner, I believe. Was Xanner the one using it? Following the, the poof? I thought it was... Um, well, you were the one who, like, figured out what it could do and we kind of just had the conversation from that point so it, the whole reason we're here <laughs> <laughs> yeah then xander will uh, you. keep following it around his his little magical crystal compass all right xander who is one of the who's the smallest member in the group do we know Yelena? no I think no. I think it's Xanner. Oh man, she's taller than me. Oh That's yeah, she's a human. Yeah. <laughs> young lady. Every she day Xander's like, oh my god, oh my god, at three foot six. So I don't know where Xanner's at. Oh, Xander, let's find out. I, I probably still have those stats. All the this time the she's just been standing in deep snow. <laughs> you think she's your height? And Xander's got those boots, so he's, way, uh, he's on top way of the snow. Back. Yeah. But Xander's got a long reach. He's good at Muay Thai. We expect a lot from Xander this round. We'll see how it works. <laughs> he's going to do real well. Uh, yeah, three feet. Three feet even. Three just, feet even. Just curious. Xander uh, can't be first. So Sildren leads the way. Someone else blocky. Maybe a dwarf can be second to kind of help plow the snow a bit and help the other smaller Xander crew <laughs> make their way behind. Because uh, if you guys aren't careful, like Xander will just disappear and have to have like, produce flame to show where he's at yeah <laughs> he has uh magic boots though right i do have some pretty fancy boots what do the boots do Make let, me, let me double check that something walk on top of the snow <laughs> are, are they the boots of snow walking that would be very effective right that now. would be awesome that's what you got <laughs> uh you know what hang on a second i'm looking through my gear stuffs someone had them. i know i got some someone's got fancy boots i'm pretty sure i got something I don't see it. It's not mine. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Be, also, I'll only be sorry. using the uh, the tooth of Vodak as kind of like a walking staff. He's sure. Just, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, Xander, you are uh, holding out this um, crystal, and it's uh, moving and throbbing and shaking slightly when you point it in a direction. You've been following that for five days towards what you believe is uh, the endless pond. It's taking you a long time to get there. Sildren keeps reassuring you it's over the next hill and another day goes by and it's over the It's just taking a long time. He's trying to be encouraging though. You guys are doing great. And like, man, this you guys are dead weight. I could have been there two days ago. Uh, and Xander, you just keep 
keep telling him, you know, no, more left, more. No, we got to go between that those hills. And um, then at one point on day five, you keep telling Sildren, go, go. And Sildren is stopped in front of you. And as everyone stops and looks, you see before Sildren is a wall of snow that is just partially melted and sliding down. Imagine like uh, a, a, a huge car window that you're trying to defrost and that snow just slowly sliding down, except this car window is hundreds of feet high and hundreds of feet wide. You just see snow just sliding down and more slow snow coming down and coming down. If we can see hundreds by hundreds, is it making any sound? No. Can we hear any of that? That's okay. I guess we turn around. I mean, it's moving slowly, right? When you say moving, Tom. Yes. Is it like like getting lower? It gets lower and lower and lower. And by the time it gets near the bottom, it uh, becomes uh, water and then disappears down into the ground. But more just keeps coming slowly down. So it's not actually reducing in height, this wall. Correct. And how tall is the wall? You cannot see through it, no. The wall extends beyond you can see because above you is thick snow just falling. You're in the middle of a storm it, right now. And it turns into a waterfall? No, just snow imagine waterfall. imagine slushy snow just coming okay. down and by the time it gets down to your knees or your feet, then it becomes more liquefied and okay. then just disappears into the ground. Does anyone want to try to go up or should we just see if- Why don't you shoot some fire at it? <laughs> I love that game. Uh, Xander will shoot some fire at it. Xander, you shoot fire. As you do so, you burn a small little, this is produced flame, right? Correct. A small little hole appears in this wall and you can see through briefly. And on the other side, for just a moment, you see lush green trees not covered in snow. And then the hole seals back up again. Did anyone else see that? Yeah, it's, it's stone, but it's not stone. And Bolly starts trotting off and walks up and tries to pad his way through. And All right. Yeah, I've not seen stone, stone like this. Stone, but not this stone. Is, He's so this wise. is all how he dates, too. He's just... <laughs> That's how he views the whole world, by the way. <laughs> I don't I believe like you, exist, lady, <laughs> but you are not stone. <laughs> uh, what was Piercy saying? Uh, yeah, he just draws his short sword and puts his... Uh, this little shield up in front of him and just uh, step by step just confidently starts to walk towards and through the snow wall. All right. Piercy and Bali step through as you do. There is bitter cold that bites at your skin. I need the two of you to make fortitude saving throws, please. 33 is your target number. 34. Ooh. How about you, Piercy? What about Piercy? Piercy's going to reroll. Okay. <laughs> because he got a, thir- a 23. Um, As an aside, Tom, uh, does Polly have uh, the dragon lore that we had talked about? I didn't see it on the sheet. I don't know if it's just a uh, slight. I don't know at all about that. We'll have to talk about that after the fact. Uh, 31. Oh. Piercy. 
All right, Piercy, you have gained, uh, you take five points of cold damage. Okay. And after that, you have gained a vulnerability to cold of three. So any cold damage you take for the foreseeable future will take three more cold damage. Okay. And you see Piercy shivering, but the two of you do get through. Oh, so little, little bit, or uh, nipply chivly. <laughs> And you uh, both get on the other side. On the other side, it is a warm, hot spring day or summer day even. And you are in the same exact forest you just passed through, but it is an entirely different temperature, an entirely different season. However, the sky is still very cloudy and gray. And but you see behind you is this wall and it does extend up and up and up and up and up and extends far out to the right and left beyond where you can see with the trees and you have gotten to the other side of this. And even after a few moments, you start to thaw, thaw and feel a little bit better as well. This is more druid magic. It's uh, one of those uh, druid caves. Yeah, where, where is Sildren? Uh, yeah, Sildren actually casts resist energy on himself and then goes through, uh, resisting cold. All right, Sildren pops through without a care in the world. This is no druid magic. No? I don't know. It's is it druid magic? It's warm. <laughs> <laughs> he confidently says it, then asks the game master. That's how you roleplay, folks. Xander, you got anything for this? Drew Xander turns. Cast resists energy and walks through yeah. himself. <laughs> In fact, uh, Xander does cast resist energy, but in, rather than uh, pulling the whole thing into myself and just doing the whole aura around me, I actually can yeah. spread it out and um, I'm able to share my aura around a group of people. So around me, Yelita, and everyone else remaining, up to five people, we all have resist energy to cold for uh, 15 resistance. Right. How long does that last? That's going to last a full... Let me double check this. I'm going to say it's a minute. Yes, one minute. All right. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Xander casts warmth around you all as soon as you ask that, Palik. And the four of remaining of you, one, two, three, four of you, walk through with Eve. Yelena just looking up and, what is this? Uh, Speaking of which, Sildren, make a nature roll. Uh, 42. With a 42, you know, wow, that's so high. You guys are getting ridiculous. With a 42, <laughs> you are able to know that this is not druid magic, and you believe it is tied to the crystal that is being held by Xanner. Okay. It shares some of the traits of that cold crystal. It is all tied into that... that- artifact that Xanar carries. Well, I know that! I'm the magic guy! I know, I know all of that! Of course I know that! Ah, I that. Don't listen to him. It's all druid magic. And Bali plops on a log and <laughs> starts thawing out. All right. <laughs> this, you is can... druid. this is wonderful druid magic. Nice and warm. See, the uh, field has a bit of curvature to it, and uh, perhaps gaining some height might glean some additional information. I want to glean. <laughs> you can do it or I can. It's up to you. 
both to be do it. Okay. Two sets of eyes are better than one. Ooh, eyes. Seal Got nothing for you, buddy. Thank you. And you're just like, you're <laughs> just like smiles and starts bouncing on his tail like Tigger and then just starts flying up. He casts wind jump upon himself. All right. And that allows you to run that allows, around with That allows ease, right? me to not only run around with ease on difficult terrain, ignore difficult terrain and other things because it gives me a fly speed equal to my speed for one minute. Uh, it's also a heightened spell so I can uh, attempt to uh, ignore the landing uh, conditions so I can stay uh, in the air. Which okay. I've already taken nice. care of. All right. You then fly up and are over the trees instantly, and you can see around you this field that you've passed by is a small portion of a dome that is roughly five miles in diameter. Contained within this dome is green, lush trees that are very warm, and it's like summer here. Completely outside this dome is snow coming down onto that dome and then sliding down. Uh, and it's, just, again, all gray and, and just dreadful looking outside. You know it's bitter cold. You've been hiking out there for days. But inside, it is very warm. You're even starting to sweat now. And yeah, you're able to fly around enough that you can see see there is a lake in the middle of this dome and from that lake is blasting a jet of cold ice from the uh, the lake way high into the sky and out of the top of the dome. Think of it maybe like a fountain or maybe if you've ever seen any renderings of black holes that somehow have like jet stuff shooting any out of them. Any Marvel movie, got it. Skyping. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's what you see. <laughs> okay, awesome. Uh, and I, I am looking down also for Xanner uh, to see where he goes, uh, kind of what he notices, but I'm going to take all that in and then kind of head back down. Um, also, uh, Keening, going off of what um, he said in his vision, I am looking very much at the lake itself. Um, uh, you said the beam is coming from the middle of the lake. Yes, and it's um, it's about two two and a half miles away. So you okay, have some the center of the yeah. Okay, um, yeah. So I'm focused on that and uh, what the water's doing around it, all that kind of stuff. You can't get a good look from here. It's yeah, still too far right. away. And then Xander's busy peeing, so you don't see anything going on. <laughs> with him. Okay. Um, how much time do I have left? Probably just seconds. Or... No, 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 you have half a minute still. Okay, cool. I will get lower uh, kind of tree line level uh, and kind of closer to the lake if I can. Um, you can get closer, but it's, it's, it's yeah, going it, to cost me uh, time to get back to them. Uh, no, I'm just saying 30 seconds of flying is not going to come anywhere near two and a half miles. Just FYI. No, no, no. Right. Your bingo fuel, sir. Bingo fuel. Bingo fuel. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll come down. Okay. Um, and report. You come down, a flock of birds come flying off the nearby trees. Palik, you see off in the distance is a deer that is kind of uh, peeking around a tree and one of the few animals you guys have seen in the last few days. Hello, this... deer! Uh, hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> no, no, you don't. Is that me? There's a deer over there, like an animal. Oh, hi. Hi, deer. 
Why why we call her dear? Is it, we know her? I don't know. Friendly. Right? Ah. You're not bad, guys. Xana, stop blushing. They're talking to the animal. What? No, I was just sitting here, not listening to... I don't know what you said. I wasn't even... It wasn't about me. Xander's calling out from behind a tree as right now he's letting loose the little gnome, as we say. Uh, Sildren, you tend to know a little bit about nature, right? I yeah, think so. I was going to ask, like, is this normal deer-like behavior? And It is not, because the deer is not moving. You see it kind of move behind the tree and to get away from Polite, but then it stays there and it pokes its head back again and then ducks back behind a tree and pokes its head back again. It's a little odd. It's something more to that deer than meets the eye. Transformers. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, Consultant, I don't have anything that specifically spell-wise that'll help me on that. Um, Turn into a dragon and communicate with it. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> Dragon deer. Certainly get a reaction. Uh, How far away did you say it was, Tom? So it's like peeking behind a tree and then going back behind it, right? About 60 feet, yes. All right. Um, I think Sildren's going to approach that deer. Uh, Palik is going to kind of go in the opposite direction or try to kind of flank around. Mm, Very clever girl. Yeah, <laughs> using uh, all the stealth uh, abilities she has. Yeah, I all thought right. we were looking for. Dra- I, I thought we were looking for dragons. Aside from birds, did I see any other animals? Yes, you see a whole bunch. This is freaking like Snow White's wet dream. There are little animals and creatures running everywhere. Okay. There are squirrels. There are I don't know badgers. There's like whatever a gaggle of platypuses are called. There's a whole bunch of animals within this environment. They have definitely uh, taken to this warm refuge for sure. The big spout coming out of the lake. The big spout is coming out of the lake two and a half miles away. Snow White's wet dream. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, seeing them all amazed by the deer, uh, Yara will just lean over to Sildren. It appears that there are more animals here than I've seen in a very long time, that including the birds. The Always looking for dragon footsteps. Peculiar. And Sildren continues to <clears throat> approach the deer. All right, and Polik, make a stealth roll. You need a 40 or higher. Hmm, that's not very good, a 31. All right, with 31, you startled the deer and the deer hurts itself, pulling its leg uh, away from a snare that you finally see, Sildren. And ah. the deer then collapses over and it uh, does a bleeding, bleating sound and starts pulling and pulling and you see blood on its, uh, on its uh, paw, its lower leg section uh, as it's in pain. Also, Xanner, you disappear into a hole. Sildren, what else would you like to do? Um, Sildren is approaching the deer more quickly, but trying to not be threatening. Um, and I'm going to basically free the deer from the snare. All right. Um, make a try and nature calm it. roll. Yeah. Trying to calm it first. It's uh, nature for calming. All right. Speaking of calming. Persistent bleating. 36. 
36 is enough for this highly panicked animal to get close to it. And the deer whisperer Sildren uh, slowly approaches. You're able to put your hand upon the deer. And what did you want to do now? It's letting you touch it. Um, it's just like, what kind of snare? Is it just a rope or? Uh, it is a rope snare, a uh, thin, thinnish rope though. So it is cutting into it. And also Shunka is not approaching. He knows yes. well enough to stay behind. Um, using the dagger of Ethlian, I will um, cut the rope, uh, releasing the deer. All right, you cut the, you start cutting on the rope. As you do so, a crossbow bolt embeds into the mm. upper section of the deer. And at that exact same moment, Piercy, Yelena turns to you and says, where where did Xanner go? Uh, wait, I, I don't, I don't know. Hey, Xanner. Xanner. Xanner, you hear your name called as you have tumbled 20, 30 feet down a curved tunnel underneath the ground, some sort of, uh, burrowed a tunnel that has got loose sand. You're now covered in dirt and you look around and um, make a nature roll for me, Xanner. Oh, okay. I could, I could probably do that. And nature totally trained. It's uh, it's a 24. 24. Don't worry about it. As you're here in the <laughs> in the tunnel, laying there shaking your head in the darkness, ah. you then hear a shrieking roarish sound from the tunnel deeper in the darkness. And the ground trembles. You hear Piercy far away calling your name again. Mama. I'm here somewhere! I'm in, a, I'm in a hole! The ground trembles like crazy, and between your legs, the ground splits open, and out comes a creature the size of a horse with giant mandibles. You have seen this before. It is an Uncrov, a huge wormish, not huge, but a sizable wormish beast screeching with its mandibles, and it comes biting down for a tasty gnomish lunch. And we have initiative right now between Xanner and this thing. Rolling initiative, first up is Xanner. There we go. Okay. Uh, so it's just an Oncrov. It's an Oncrov. It is three feet away from you. Just screeching and ready to bite the hell out of you. Super freaking fast. Okay, well, let's just, I'm going to hit it with burning hands. All right. I, I cast burning hands on it. All right, it makes a reflex save. It does for half All damage. Right. That is a uh, 18 for the reflex save. That is not enough. That's actually a critical fail. Okay. For for the uh, for what he needed, so it'll be double damage, which will be 62 points of flame damage. 62 with a huge gout of concentrated flame and some sort of gnomish panic scream. <laughs> The fire goes gouting out through the creature. You burn a hole through its center and it collapses upon you dead. Oh, it still smells bad. 
I haven't smelled this in a long time. There's an Ogcrop! I got it! Uh, help! <laughs> Piercy, you have been able to identify a hole uh, that smells a little bit like gnomish pee, and you hear some crying from inside. <laughs> um, okay, I want to use uh, use my... I have a sense, a smell sense, a scent uh, skill, and I have Warren Navigator, so I'm, I'm going to peep my head down the hole and and see how far down it goes first. Uh, you can see it goes down about 25 feet, but it's not straight down. It starts to curve down at the bottom. And at that curve, you can see this large, wormish creature that appears to be alive, but then you see it's not because Xanner is within it. As it fell, it <laughs> fell through Xanner's head. You just see Xanner's head, and he's kind of like not wanting to touch the sides of it at all. Xanner! No. Xanner! Oh, what? what are you what are you doing down there with the firm? I, I fell and it came after me when I yelled at you because it could hear me and now it's dead and I'm, I'm stuck. Uh, if we don't have time to be playing around. I'm not playing. Uh, well, come on. Get back up here. Oh, what? It's not it. All right. Uh, can, can you... I don't know, pulling my ear or something out of my... Get me out of this! Piercy uh, unravels his rope. Okay. And lowers it down. Here, take, take my rope. And on the count of three, I'm going to heave. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you just say that one more time? On the count of three, I'm going to heave. <laughs> it just catches me on the way. I want you to hold on tight. I'm going to... I mean, do I need to tie it around? Tree! <laughs> All right, uh, Xanner, make an acrobatics roll with plus one for the heaving. Okay. <laughs> you can do that too. I'm trained in acrobatics. Perfect for Xanner. 27, 28 20, with the plus 28 one. 28 is pretty good, but not ideal. You do get plenty of Onkrov gore on the lower part of your body. <gasps> you do not smell good for the rest of the day and are minus one to all diplomacy rolls. Goo! I don't, why? And Xander, you are pulled slowly by Piercy and Yelena, who's helping there, and you climb out of this tunnel. And just as you reach the top, your hands grab onto solid, well, kind of moist and wet dirt. And then you pull yourself up and you are safely on top. I don't know if I like this place. Thank you. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. Now, uh, don't go down the holes again. Sure. Good call. Sildren and yeah. Palik. What did you two folks want to do? Um, I, I assume that killed the deer. Yes. Okay. Um, Sildren has rested a hand on the deer's neck and um, given a soft prayer that it um, travel swiftly to Keth's forest. Um, and is using it as a shield against wherever the crossbow <laughs> bolt came from. <laughs> um, did did Felix see the but not stay? Did Felix <laughs> yeah. see the deer get killed? Felix, uh, you saw the deer get killed. Make a perception roll, please. 
Yeah, Sildren would also be trying to determine where... You're too busy fashioning a shield. <laughs> okay. A shield <laughs> puppet. A shield oh, muppet. Uh, 29. 29 is good enough. You see the shooter. The head of a gnome is off in the distance, just poking up behind some bushes. And the gnome, uh, having shot the deer, then looks over and sees, barely hidden behind the tree by accident, is Sildren. Uh, and the gnome goes, Eep! and then disappears behind the bush. And you see some bushes moving as he's trying to run away. Mm -hmm. uh well, Polik's gonna draw her weapons and uh, dash after the moving trees. What is your move speed? 30. 30. Polik is uh, bounding through these bushes and you are in a chase. Sildren and Shunka will follow. Um, Sildren has spent a moment to cast Pinch Time as well. Okay, and that gives you some extra movement, right? An extra, it uh, gives me a fourth action, which I can use as a strider strike. So Great. yes. All right, with a snap of his fingers, Shunka goes racing through. Children then cast a spell and then quickly catches up and races. Palik, unfortunately, they pass you by because uh, oh, yeah. they are much faster. And the, uh, the nice, natural, respectful druid has become the hunter in these woods and is racing fast with his uh, his uh, uh, pet companion with Show him. off! <laughs> what? Two. You're so far away! <laughs> <laughs> the two of you go racing past Bali, who's just taking off his boot and rubbing his poor bunions, and you keep racing on further, and you are able to catch up to this bush and see this uh, gnome who's frantically trying to run away. I'm just trying to catch him. I'm not trying to in like like Shunka all, would ideally just pounce on top of him. All right, that's what happens then. Shunka pounces on top and pins him to the ground. And then Sildren kind of comes up and like looks down at him. And who might you be? Uh, the gnome uh, is trying to deal with this giant wolf on top of him. He's got a dirty face with a broken nose. His crossbow got knocked out of his hand and he starts speaking in undercommon, frantically, a language from the realms beneath the ground. So I don't know if you speak that. I most certainly do not. Um, I don't speak such a vile, wicked <laughs> base language. Um <laughs> Sildren will spawned. Oh, I, yeah, I got nothing for that, really. Um, just kind of wait for Palik, I guess, at this point. All right, Palik, you catch up, trying not to pant heavily. Oh, no, I'm totally out of breath. Takes <laughs> uh, you... a minute, like, just squats down. Sildren and, like, <laughs> uh, uh, and Shuka are both like, are you, are you okay? Who, who is it? <laughs> It's, I don't know the language. Do I, do I know that it's under common at least? Yes. Do you know under common? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, it's one of my 12 languages I speak. No, I don't know under common. Let's tie him up and take him back to Xanar. Speak perfect sarcasm. That was unnecessarily sarcastic, but okay. <laughs> you are um, unnecessarily fast. Faster than um, me. Yeah, Sildren will, um, I guess, scruff him and tie his hands. Um, not 
not being like mean about it, just just kind of, you know, business like. He's not trying to like rough them up. All right. Because I I haven't really determined what this creature is yet, but. He uh, breaks free during your uh, wrapping and gets maybe a couple steps before immediately facing a large black wolf and then stops and then lets you bind him uh, successfully. And you and Polik are... They drag him back like Schmeagol and... Um... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you take him back to the group. You go past Bali, who's rubbing his other foot and come across... Uh, I'll be right there. Master Bali. Yaru, who's Bali. Uh, does, landing on the ground. Does... Bali, do you speak under common? No, that's a vile language. I don't bother. Oh, I Jesus, agree. you too. Keep marching, little man. You've got everyone together as a group now. Xana, what the hell happened to you? So are we they... taking in strays now? There's a there's a hole that had an enclave in it. You guys even remember you a were what? there, but there was a long time ago. I was down at. He uh, was playing with the worms. It wasn't worm. It was a worm. It was an I thought worm. you were. I Fuck thought him. I told you not to play with the worm anymore. It was, not, I wasn't playing. I had to. If pee. you have the worms, I, it took you way too long this time. You need to tell us when you're ill. It's just that I didn't do I it. I think Bali has something for that. I think. Yeah. I think he can help you. I don't need oh, help. Yeah, I can cure all kinds of some intestinal stuff. There was a hole. Let me see yes, what I have. Yes, Zana. Yes, we all have one. No, it's not that. You drink not... this. You're... And the worms are coming out of it. Yes, we know. You don't understand. <laughs> Can you be an try yes, to communicate with this thing? It was a messy farm, too. Oh! Peek my eye! Gnome friend? The gnome uh, just looks at you blankly. Grackly fork? What the hell was that? <laughs> That's obviously the, the undercommon greeting. Oh, you speak undercommon. Oh, yeah, Zander speaks undercommon. Yeah, no problems. <laughs> I said, get the fork. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, gnome speaks back to you, Xanner, in undercommon and says, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. I didn't mean it. I, I didn't know there was anyone here. Wait, I, well, I'm not going to hurt you. Well, what happened? Uh, he, he attacked, he, he, the, there's a big dog right there. Oh yeah, that's, that's Shunka. Shunka's okay. Did you get attacked by Shunka? What happened? Yeah, uh, I was hunting and then, uh, then there was you and, and then there was a big dog, uh, uh with his breath right on me. You weren't hunting the dog though. You were hunting something else that wasn't the dog? Yes. Well, it sure sounds like it's just a misunderstanding. Okay, then uh, you can you can let me go. Sure. Wait, what's your name? My name is Dwick. Hi, Dwick. I'm Xanner. We're the defenders of the realm. Okay. Dwick, can you tell us about this forest? You know, it's uh, like really, really cold and snowy, like right on the other side over there. He leans in and goes... <laughs> Make a diplomacy roll, Zan. <laughs> oh, no. I was, I was, we're just having a conversation here, Dwick. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Well, was Ooh, of course oh, no. I rolled a three. Uh, that's, that's like a 24 with my negative one. It's, it's 24. All right. He says, oh, sh sh let, let me go, friend. No, I'm gonna. I, I don't think it's any threat here, guys. He doesn't. He's not any threat. He's just hunting. No, he almost took 
Sylvan's head off with the crossbow. Whoa! I'm getting hungry. He, he could I'm have just build a fire. He could have been protecting his food. Sylvan, did he shoot at you? Uh, if he did, then he's a poor shot, but... What did he hit? Did he hit anything? The deer I was attempting to free from a snare, indeed. Ollie oh, no. is dragging the deer over to a fire pit that he's uh, now prepping. All right. Uh, Zoldrin just like spares a spares a head shake for 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 Bali. We're not eating the deer. No, I hate to leave meat Bali, on the ground. Yes, I believe he was trying to eat the deer. A handsome meal for a small fellow. We'll, we'll give him some, right, Bolly? Xana, right. ask him if he is alone. Then we're back to Dwick. And what uh, he's doing here. That's your deer right there. Is that the one you shot? I, it's, it's, I shot it, but it's not my deer. You can't have it. I need Wait, it. I, I, do you need it? all the deer? Can we have a part of the deer? Uh, no, I, I, I got I to gotta deliver the deer. It's mine. Don't, don't take it. And what? let me go. We're gonna we're gonna let you go. Uh, I just you want to keep let you go. saying you're going to let me go, but I noticed that I'm not let go a lot. <laughs> I, I tell you what, guys, can you let him go real quick? No. Oh. Okay, <laughs> hang on just a second. We're, can we keep I the deer? Questions. We've been traveling for a really long ways and haven't had any meat at all. Can we have like part of your deer? Like half no. the deer? You have the other half? No, I've I've got I've got meat meat I've got to meet my meat quota. You have a meat. Who do you give your meat to? If you have a quota, I I give it to the 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 dragon people. Whoa, there's dragon people here. He said there's dragon people here. Uh, what kind of dragon people are they? White. Yes, nasty. Ah, we don't. We are not fans of theirs. We consider them to be nasty as well. He you leans in close help? and goes, "Neither am I." What? What? Yeah, that's my question. What is, what is this sniffing about? Well, I know it's a filthy language, but I didn't know it was anything like that. You smell like home. <laughs> Maybe you should get a plus one for for diplomacy. <laughs> you don't happen to have a pet oncrop, do you? <laughs> right now. And we got bad news and worse news for you. <laughs> uh, do you have other others of you, or is it just you here? No, they they took me long ago. Just me, and I feed them. And if you if you if you take take my meat, then I gotta go find more meat because they'll get mad at me and and beat me. Well, we don't want you to get beaten, guys. We don't want him to get beaten. You Who's know what the best best I'm only way following part of for this me not to get beaten is. For me to be let go? How about we go with you? I'm getting hungry. No, no, hang on, Bali. He's apparently works for the Colium guards. And they need meat. Bali draws his his staff, his warhammer. He works for them? I don't think he's like, wants to. He doesn't like him at all, but they, they make him do this. Bali, make a reflex saving throw, 25. 25. 29. 29. You dodge away from the gnomish spit that is tossed your way from the lips of Dwick. Dwick gets a little wick. Uh, give him a little smack. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So Sodern's looking between um, Xanner and Dwick. How close of a height and resemblance <laughs> uh-huh. are they uh-huh. to each other? Uh, oh, Chris, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> we think alike so much. <laughs> Dwick is a, just a little taller and his head is bigger, but they're fairly similar in size. I have a plan. What's your plan? Why are you looking at me like that? (laughs) And I have to say, it's not really as comfortable when you start pointing at us in a different language. I have to say. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Let me explain what's happening. I think we might be able to ambush these Coleum guards. If we replace the good creature Dwick here with a similar looking friend um, and send him with the uh, package of meat to be delivered and have him begin a bit of a conflagration as a greeting to the Colium Guards. Uh, so How many are we talking uh, about? Vacha conflagration. Did you just want me to go as Dwick? Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. <laughs> we can't let Xander go in by himself. No, we, we just all sneak up on him and then like, boop. Yeah, Xander will just be our, we'll go in first. Oh, and, that's a good idea. Oh, he'll be fine. Does He's he very know? hardy. He's the only original so. member of the uh, uh, Defenders of Edlin Home. Well, yeah, that's it's why we the rest of them have died. Excuse me, <laughs> how many are we talking about here? Uh, there's been at least 15 or 16 Dwick? other defenders. They're, they're, they, they just, Xander just keeps burning through them. It's been horrible. <laughs> How dare you <laughs> burn at me at the same time talking about my dead friends. That's a terrible thing to say. Uh, hold on. Let's pause here for a second. I, we made a deal with uh, one of our, uh, one of our supporters uh, online. It is the Tater 0427's birthday, oh, no. according to Discord. And uh, we have given a hero point to Tater for the birthday celebration. Uh, Tater, you get to go ahead and give one hero point to a hero of your choice. Who are you giving it to? And Xander, you were asking something of uh, this guy, is that right? Yeah, I just pretty much want to make sure uh, that he is okay with this and how many things he needs to bring in. He says he has a meat quota. How many? All right. And Sildren is the recipient of the hero point. Yay! Uh, <laughs> that sounded a little better. Can't <laughs> <laughs> say nothing nice. We still uh, do it. Dwick says, uh, I, I don't know. There's there's maybe uh two or, or ten or twenty. Uh they 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 brought me here months ago from from uh the Grey Hall and 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 they make me get their get their meat. They don't like the warmth at all. So I've I've gotta get it. I have a question. Does anybody have a 
poison of any kind on them. I know I we are not alchemists, but perhaps instead of sending one of our own, we could send this one and poison the meat and see what comes of that. I want to eat the meat. Then why is he delivering it? No, I want to eat the meat. Well, well, we can catch another deer or a squirrel or something. Blake, this is a waste of poison meat. He just made a suggestion that we uh, give you the meat and let you go, uh, provided that we can follow you to make sure you get there safely. Uh, and, and then uh, you let me go? Yeah. If you just show us how you get back to where you're supposed to go, we're going to follow you to make sure that you get there safely. Tell them about us. Yeah. You can't trust this little one. You can trust me, by the way. Oh, good. Hey, he says we can trust him. But I don't want to be anywhere near that dirty dwarf. The dwarves I live next to at the Grey Hall were nasty to me for years, and I don't trust them. They're mean. I mean, maybe. Bolly's Bolly's pretty nice. Ah, no, no. You tell him that he is a pig-loving mother humper who sucks on the toes of fat trolls. Hang on just a second. Let me me translate. Listen, listen, I don't even speak the language. You don't have to. (laughs) Uh, He's he's looking at you, and he says uh, he wants his deer back. Uh, and he'd like to take it in by himself. But, uh, all of that was just take deer. Yeah, He's I'm- glaring at you as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I heard troll in there somewhere, but that's just my trickier then. It's, it's got a lot of syllables. It it, it really is it's a lot more of a finite language. A lot of syllables and a middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> that means something different. When you're That's underground, it, you're wow. the sunshine, I think. It's... John Woo, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, we just well, need to make this ugly guy take us to where he's going, and we can set up our own ambush. Well, I'm sad I don't get to eat the deer. I'm gonna eat the oh, deer. We'll get yeah, you another deer. You're gonna have the deer. Fine, have the deer. No more killing deers. Uh, that guy over there, that's Sildren. He's the one who says he almost shot him. Uh, he says you're doing great. And he we're gonna look to follow you. Walks away from you, Xanner, and walks over to Sildren, who is uh, nearby, actually, and he holds out his hands to you, Sildren. Sildren's already there, like the one. Yeah, he's holding. just turning. He's just turning, and yeah. he's showing his hands. Have we to applied you. the uh, the poison, or are we doing that? Oh. Are we comfortable with that plan? Not no. yet. No. Okay, I was just making sure. Um, Sildren really doesn't even <laughs> acknowledge the gesture. At you okay. Know, <laughs> We're so tall above this guy. Yeah, <laughs> I think he wants to be free. Xander, tell him to lead us to where we he's We all going. want to be free. You're so wise, Bonnie. <laughs> yeah, I, so, uh, Dwick, we're going to go with you. We're, we can help carry your deer if you need to, but we'll, we'll let you get it to where you need to go as an apology mm. for catching you in the middle of hunting. Xander, ask him this. How long has this protected glade been like this? How long has that giant spout been um, coming out of the lake? How long have the Colium guards been here? Hang on, Undercommon's got a lot of syllables. <laughs> so 
everything been frozen here? Has it always been summer like this? How long have you been in here? Is everyone here at the same time? Are the Colium guards here on purpose or do they come here by accident? Are they trapped here or are you supposed to be a part of everything here? You said that in regular common accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. He says, I, 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 I don't understand everything you said, but they brought me here um, a, a couple months ago and then uh, it got cold and warm at the same time and it got really cold and then really warm inside. And, and so I get the food. Is everyone underground or are they all somewhere else? No, they don't like the they don't like the warmth. I like the warmth, and I can't go out in the cold. So I'm I'm a prisoner here. Because he's taking the deer or not, I'm gonna take it back. If he doesn't. Dang, dang it. This is we can use this. All right. So wait a minute. Where do they stay if you're in the warm and they're in the cold? I, I they come out of the water. Out of the water. And it's always warm here. It's never cold here. It's always warm. Can't you feel it? It's magic. It is magic. Okay. So you're going to the water. Is that where you take all the meat? I take the meat tomorrow morning to the drop-off spot. Okay. Well, do you need to get any more meat? Yes. How about we help you? Okay. We'll be Wait. Make a diplomacy roll. Minus one, please, Xander. Oh, come on. Minus one? And that was really good. Oh! That's, <laughs> oh. that's, a, that's a natural oh. one. Um, but I have, well, I have one hero point. Anyone give, give me a hero point? Not after that insult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Xander <laughs> rolled a 23. Uh, kind of want to see where this goes. Yeah. Part, of, part of your diplomacy is, is not gonna lie, so the, Part of your diplomacy fail is Bali's pulling the deer back. He's all right. This is mine now. This is mine. This is mine. All right. Um, how do you phrase? I finished the last sentence. You did something, Xander. What was the last thing you did to yeah. close that natural one? So the, trying to get the words right. Uh, I was thinking that we could help you and we could hunt for more things with you and help you get the meats to be there for the drop-off point for you that's my mother's name and he lunges at you and bites you <laughs> on the nose you oh. take four points of piercing damage and he takes a bite before anyone can react your nose is bloody and it looks nasty and you are uh, mildly scabbed and scarred just for a day or so you have an additional minus one to any diplomacy rolls oh god my I nose i want to make xanner uh, uh, drop dead <laughs> A bite. <laughs> um, uh, Dwick is gonna get brained upside the head. Okay. Leak. Xander, you need to make a roll. I'm yeah, no, sorry, that happened after accident. Sorry. Right. Uh, yeah, and the uh, gnome prisoner is smacked upside the head and drops to the ground, uh, rubbing his head. Oh! 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 I'm guessing negotiations have been cut short. <laughs> I think they're going very uh, pretty, pretty typical with with Xander negotiations. I, I think this is normal. I used to be so eloquent. <laughs> I'm so adorable. 
Xander, tell this piece of shit to take us to the slavers. Yeah. Find out where the drop-off point is. And I, I they're Coleum guards. I'm not sure if we can call them slavers per se. Well, they're keeping slaves. Yeah. All right, you groundy. Uh, we're going with you. We're t- you're showing us where your drop point is, and we're going to find out where your slavers are so we can get rid of them. Maybe. We're gonna let you go too. I'm using that now. <laughs> All right, make an intimidation roll, Xanner, with no modifier. Biting my nose. Stupid. You don't even know what I can do. I can. I can burn your face. I got fire everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> with another I, I, natural one. There's in fact fire everywhere one. now. <laughs> Oh, so Xander starts yelling that and yelling that and building and building and the oh, Dwight, uh, the, 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 the Dwight guys starting to tremble and then Xander <gasps> disappears into the hole a second time as he falls down into the Oncroft's hole unceremoniously and Dwick and everyone in the group laughs their ass off at you, Xander. <laughs> it's a bonding moment. <laughs> I hate this place. <laughs> hey, you all right, Xander? I'm in a hole with a dead on grave up to my knee. How do we get him out of there? How did he get out of that last one? Can't I don't fly? know. I, I don't know. Xander casts elemental speed <laughs> and blasts out of there with a giant <laughs> gout of fire. Well, there he goes. Having had enough, Xander comes flying. I don't know if it's Xander or Jeremy that's had enough, comes flying out of the hole. And burning hands the lot of you all. I am a demigod of flame. All of you making fun of me and my bit nose. A little delusion of grandeur there. Um... <sighs> Lots of delusions of grandeur. Um. Yeah. So let's, if, where where is this drop off point, and when do the Colium guards come? Uh he said tomorrow morning, so it needs to be, and I think it's by the water. Dwick. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> ah. How many more does he need? You better be careful, or he's gonna be dwickless. <laughs> how many That's a good more, one. <laughs> how many more deer do you need? Uh, it's not a relevant question. He gets this. We are not killing any more deer. That's a good question. I need two more. Two more deer. Good. You get no more. I just want to gauge how angry they'll be when he arrives with the one. Oh, we'll be there waiting, I believe. Yeah. Where are the rest of your deer? Or your I've, kills, or everything else you've done. Find I've, out if he has any more snares set about. Answer the question first before asking more. I've got, I've, I've got one, one kill, no, not far away. Uh, you and he holds his hands, points them towards you, Piercy, uh, to uh, motioning to cut him loose. Ah. Uh, uh. I don't know what you're saying, but I'm from Mars Attack. That's not how we shake hands. Just blowing out the podcast people's eardrums. 
while I was flying, I didn't see any such camp or anything, did I? You did not. No clearings. Thick trees. Okay. No, no clearings. Gotcha. Okay. What? Is someone going to cut him loose? He's not going to walk unless we let him go. Oh, he'll walk. Snares. Where are the rest of the traps and snares in this woods? Do you have any more traps? I've got lots of traps, lots of snares, lots of them. Can we, can we go pick those up? Yes. Show, show us where the next snares are. Where do we get those? He rolls to his feet and gets up and looks over his head at Sildren and then over his head at Palik, who have beat him from behind twice unheroically in his mind, and then stands up and um, spits at the feet of Bali and walks over to Yaru and holds his hands out. Meanwhile, Sildren's like, wrapping a rope around him <laughs> like, you know, like you know kind of firming it up and kind right, of getting a hold him of leashed. him yes he's tight very he's right around that throat there and Shunka spit from coming up like close and not like he, and he intimidating trots away from Shunka and trots away more and he starts leading where uh reluctantly, where Xanner starts calling out, and he is just running, he's got, he's bound more around his waist, he got this rope attached to him, his hands are bound, and he's just going, I don't like, I thought you were friendly, you're just mean, you're just as bad as that dwarf, to you, Xanner. I'm not, I'm not trying to do this, they're not listening to me well. I, I'm, I'm trying to make it easy, but if you work with me, we can make it as easy as possible. You are a liar who's, oh, that's a big dog. And he keeps on going and you follow him and he takes you to several snares that he has set within the woods. Uh, they are all empty. And they will be disarmed and destroyed. Oh. And he takes you towards a small camp of his where he has dug a hole in the ground and set up a little damp, <coughs> moist earthen cave with some uh, small tree branches and trunks for supports and created a small little subterranean pseudo hobbit hole where outside, I'm sorry, just inside is one dead deer. Inside is a smelly area of uh, brambles with some leaves that he's using to uh, sleep on. There's a uh, un, uh, no, there is a fire that is burning outside and there's a little pack with stuff. His little home is here. So it's a nice place. Where do you not. where do you drop oh, off your your kills uh, tomorrow? Where at do you the, take those? At, at the beach. There's a spot on the beach. Is it far from here? Can we see it right now? Make a make a roll, Xanner. Your choice: diplomacy minus two or intimidation, and that also determines the tone of what you're saying. This. Okay. Ah. Well, he pushes his hero points back. <laughs> he's he's a lot more defeated than he is angry at the moment. So he's going to go with his diplomacy, his stinky right. diplomacy. 35. 35. All right, I'll show you. But then you you promised to let me go. 
I would love to let you go. Good. That's a deal. I and he, he walks <laughs> off. <laughs> Man. <laughs> and he has one of the uh, deer slung over his uh, shoulder and nods at the cat folk towards the other deer. He just gives a sigh and a, it's either going to be Palik or Sildren who stops you, but just walk on by. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to let him carry the weight yeah, around. Already I mean, like, you know, yeah, I, mean, I got thing. no problem with that. All right. It's going to slow, slow him down if nothing else. You guys walk through the woods with him leading the way with one deer over his shoulder. One of you has the other and you fall in line. Uh, you see a couple other animals off in the distance. More birds go fluttering and off you go. And as you make your way those two and a half miles through the underbrush, he leads a small little game trail, if you will, that's very hard to spot. Sildren, though, you easily are able to spot it. Uh, and he weaves through the uh, trees. And again, it's this is the kind of hiking you uh, like compared to the last few days and you approach a opening in the trees and just beyond is a lake a sizable lake and it has uh, grayish water it has a pseudo rockyish beach off to the side and he motions and says to you Xanara over there between the, the two boulders two boulders and heads over in that direction. You guys can see the lake has a bit of an anomaly within it. There is a hole in the lake. About a hundred feet out from the beach side that he's uh, walking towards, there is a, a hole that's about 20 feet in diameter and the hole drops down in the middle of the lake. This is not a swirling maelstrom that you guys have had experience before. It's literally just a drop, almost like some of those dam holes you see for overspill or something. Dam like holes! Yes. Uh, <laughs> and it just funnels in. In the middle 10 feet of that hole is a large gout of snow and cold air and ice that jet hundreds of feet up into the air and go up, 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 and then out the dome and disappears uh, and it's nothing but warmth still in this area and hot and some of you are sweating it's still comfortable though Leek wants to test the water is the water uh, before cold? anyone moves anywhere at the sight of the water Bully casts a spell and everyone feels a little different but acknowledges no effect <laughs> are, we, are we are we are we sparkly they then? You could be a little sparkly if you want to be. Yay! <laughs> Here, here's he walks over to the gnome with his hands like this. And he's just trying to like make friends, like trying to greet him. Probably. All right, uh, make make a diplomacy roll yourself. <laughs> I'm kind of curious. Here comes that fast diplomacy roll. There's like a million. To, oh, okay, 42. 42! He cannot resist that charming Yasoki <laughs> smile. Uh, and he grabs onto your hands. And then he starts, <laughs> as you're making these fake words, he starts doing the hands and then starts motioning towards you and is going like, gawk, gawk. 
gagak and is teaching mm. you like <laughs> Helen Keller how to do water and cup and that kind of stuff, giving you some basic <laughs> words. And uh, he starts smiling and um, they, these underground gnomes can sometimes get a little close and personal with their immediate family. And he puts, Polite gets super defensive. He puts his bound hands over your head and pulls you in for a sociable hug. And then let's go of you. Okay. Piercy. Piercy uh, backs up and straightens his, his tabard and wipes a tear from his eye and says, Gagak! <laughs> He then slaps, he was also <laughs> holding this deer, on some stones <laughs> near the beach between two boulders. At that same exact time, uh, Master Yaru, you see some, ooh, maybe not. Make a, make a perception roll. I will do so. Make a perception Uh, that was a 26. I rolled a six. Uh, I'm going to use a hero point. All right. We'll go ahead and do that. I feel like you're going to regret that later. Probably. Enjoy this roll. It'll be good. Thank you. A seven. <laughs> 27. Well, a 27, you see maybe a hundred feet away along okay. the beach near some trees just before it gets dense with trees you see a little bit of movement that looked a little bit odd and caught your eye something hiding behind the trees 100 feet away uh yaru sees the movement and then looks toward um dwick and before while he points it out to Sojourn and the others, um, he looks at Dwick and kind of sees his movement, so he's being secretive about noticing it, if that makes sense. Okay. I'm kind of Dwick giving says, signals to look. Dwick says to you, Xanner, if we leave the meat here overnight, it'll it'll be taken and, and eaten by by all the other animals or the bites and all sorts of things, and, and so I, I keep it on me. We can't just leave it here. They'll be really mad at, at me. Well, no, we don't want to do that. We, we don't have to leave it here unless there's a safe place to, like, bury it. But this is really good to know so we can come back and make sure everyone stays safe. Do you have to be here in person or do you just leave the meat here in the morning? I stay close by and I hide in the trees uh, in the morning to make sure no one, no, no, no little uh, bear or, or nasty black smelly wolf uh, eats the meat. Yeah, that's a good idea. We'll do that, too. We'll, we'll hide out with you and we'll stay in the forest with you. Well, what are you going to do now? I mean, the meat's right. Oh, you're supposed to let me go. You promised. You promised. I, I do remember saying I was going to try that, and I don't know if I Leak. can. There is no try. Only do. I don't I don't know what that means. It doesn't make sense in my language formally. <laughs> uh, but let me, let me see what I can do. I'm going to. He wants to be let go, guys. Now. He's been talking an awful lot more since we got here. But he's showing us around. He was giving Piercy words. Children having seen the uh, Master Yaru's like mm -hmm. gesture is kind of, you know, kind of nonchalantly scanning the um, the 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 tree line where where he was pointed to to see if he can figure out what's what's going on. All right, you can make a perception roll minus one. What's the lighting situation out in this? 
particular place? The lighting, it's um, very overcast because it's snow and everything. So imagine you're in a, a, a heavy snowstorm, but you're in the like a protective clear force field and that's what it is. Just lots of gray, uh, but still light coming through. You remember season two? So, um, 35 was the perception roll. <laughs> everyone remembers season two. 35. With a 35, you are able to look in the direction that Yaru uh, motioned, and you can see there is a creature hiding behind, not an animal, but some strange creature, because you see a, um, a dark gray, almost black uh, hand. Oh, what'd you get? 30, 35? 35 webbed hand uh, is what you see behind a tree as though it's hiding, you know, and it's like ducking back behind, but you can still just see the hand. Some sort of aquatic or semi-aquatic creature is what you saw, Master Yaru. You can't quite make it out yet from here, but it's hiding third large knotted tree to the right. You know, I give kind of, mm -hmm. you know, <clears throat> spatial directions. Leaks at the water line and she wants to put her hand in the water to test the temperature. All right, the water is cold, quite like, cold. Like dangerously cold? Not dangerously like... cold, but not matching the warmth of the environment that you are in. Uh, Piercy looks at the the uh, the gnome, no goblin, no no dwarf, no. What is this thing? Yeah, I have a name. Oh no, you're talking to him. <laughs> His name is Dwick the gnome. No, okay, gnome. I was right. He looks at the gnome and um and looks at the water and splashes the water, like trying to get him to tell him the name of like what they call water. Uh, all right, he uh, says, uh, show show. A show show. Show show. Show show. And he yeah. rubs your cheek with water gently. <laughs> show show. Show show. And he gets a one finger wet and puts it towards your lips. <laughs> show show. Leek is going to dive into the water. <sighs> And All right. swim in the direction of the <laughs> the hole. I like children's gasp, like, oh, that's going to be cold. <laughs> All right, Polik dives in, uh, and Dwick uh, is still uh, holding his hands toward He's not letting this go, Xanner. You promised. Now let me go. Ah! Or you are a dirty, dirty, rotten liar like I said you were. You're no good as a dwarf. And I assume his voice has risen a little bit. Yes. As he's doing that, a, a, a like a like a cloth will come from behind, and he oh. gets it. <laughs> like he goes, mm -hmm. oh! And you also hear a ah as Polik starts to scream with blood all around her. Polik, you've taken thirty-four points of slashing damage as oh. you are being torn apart by something within the water. God. Well, I'm gonna... Fleek, as Fleek screams, Xander uh, screams. Children <laughs> <laughs> screams. You get a little bit of water in your mouth, Fleek, and you realize that it's it's light and airy, and you can you don't have to worry about 
holding your breath. Oh, I didn't have to worry about holding my breath. I can breathe water. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> more descriptor for everyone else who I just cast upon. Uh, I also it have underwater water. marauders, so I can fight very well <laughs> underwater. What's attacking me, or can I reach yeah. out and touch something? Yeah, yeah. You start panicking and blood around and turning around in the water. You hear John Williams' score kicking in, and around you is a flash of black webbed claws and tentacles as you see there are half a dozen of humanoid creatures about five and a half feet tall that are aquatic and swimming, and they are tearing at you and tearing at you uh, from under the water. You've gotten maybe 45 feet out uh, into the water. Can we see this from the shore? From you can just see the... her head and her f- trying to look down and blood around her as she's uh, screaming in pain. Okay. Um, Piercy takes off his tabard and hat and starts to swim out. All right. Piercy goes out in, as well. In the direction that we were looking that 100 feet away, what is that creature now doing? You hear a sound from that creature. It is speaking in a slightly lyrical language um, of Sylvan. Do you know that, Master Yaru? I don't. I know Elvin, but that's um, the same. Sildren knows it. All right. So I'm guessing for the second time, Yaru starts nodding <laughs> in that direction. Uh, you hear a voice call out from that tree where that creature was, and the voice ca- says, Closer, help me. Closer. Palik still screaming and uh, ha- what, um, drawing the weapon, I assume. What does that yeah. language sound like uh, to the un- to those who don't know it? Is it like a what does that sound? What does that language sound like? Is it not as crude as the one we're listening to with the gnome? It's a oh, version of Elvish. It's like a version of Elvish, much oh, more okay, lyrical okay. and smooth sounding. You just don't know what those words are yeah, until right, okay. Sildren says it. Yeah, I mean, I tell Master Yaru what it's saying. As 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 we seem to be ignoring Palik's um, imminent like like Jaws moment, as she's like being drug around by. <laughs> Well, I, I was wondering what the creature was doing because he said uh, it had web. They were they had webbed hands and sensors yeah. and stuff. So, um, do we hear that noise from the water as well, or just from the nope. shoreline? Just okay. just from that tree over there. Uh, Xander's immediately going to Dwick. Like, what's in the water? How do we stop that? Those are biteys. She's stupid to go in there. Get away from the biteys! Palik, uh, make some attack rolls. You can make three. Piercy, you can make one by the time you get there. Uh, 42. Woo! Am I taking the multi-attack penalties on these? Uh, no. This is overall attacking. Uh, 42, 28, and 34. All right. And Piercy? Uh, Piercy is a 28. Okay, Palik, you are able to badly wound one of these creatures and it swims away. It's uh, blackish blood mingling with yours. There are others though that are uh, still there to attack and they attack you and Piercy now. Uh, Your armor classes are Palik 33, 33. Piercy 34, wow. 
Um, bum, 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 that roll. What the heck happened to that roll? There we go. Oops, I see it now. Um, Palik, you are hit once for 17 points of slashing. Piercy, you are hit once for 19 points of slashing. As they claw at you. Um, anyone else? Oh, well, I'm seeing lots of uh, Palik's blood in the water, so Bali will lash out with a directed heel. Okay. It's 45 feet away. Uh, Care to Bali. step into the water? No. It's 45 <laughs> feet away? Yep. Uh, all right. Well, it's directed. So uh, Bali uh, gets that little puff of uh, magic as he uh, extends his spells quite a bit further. Uh, and it will successfully reach out to that distance. Nice. And cast this upon... That is 56 points of healing. To Palik, and the wounds seal back up. And blood restored, I assume, as well. Yeah, it, it, it literally it starts to push back in. Oh, back in? That's awesome. <laughs> All right, everyone out of the pool! <laughs> out of the pool! Dwick, how do we stop the bites? You, you don't go near the beach except during the day, and you never go in the water. You're stupid to go in the water. A stupid, stupid lying gnome if you go in the water. That's awful hard because he's gagged. Right I'm Bubba! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I was gagged. <laughs> Is this really uh, necessary? He's really tied up, and he's been helping us the whole time. Zildred, can't we just let him go? No. Um, he seems to be working against his will, both with us and for the dragons. He's I'm hungry. Perhaps <laughs> not to be harmed, but he's certainly not to be trusted. So I... Once we've dealt with the Colium guards, he can be released. Until then, he is a threat and a danger. But there's something over there that really needs help. <laughs> yeah, that would be Palik. I know, you're saying I'm hungry. Sildren's going talking about a plan. Meanwhile, there's Piranha feasting on a third of the party. <laughs> I'm a cat. What do you want me to do? So I'm not a tiger. <laughs> I can't swim. Palik uh, will disengage and uh, swim back to the group. Make an athletics roll, please, as you swim past your savior, Piercy. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck! <laughs> uh, 21. 21 is slow going as Piercy does that I'm really bad at I rescuing do. people from the water thing, and he's grabbing onto you and I do kind of swim. holding you down. I and swim at my full speed. If that makes any difference. Okay, it kind of does. Um, it'll, we'll give you a little bit of a bonus then. Why do you swim at your full speed? Oh, I knew you were going to ask that. Because <laughs> uh, I just made it up. It just declares <laughs> it. I think it's my the way. armor. Oh, you have the armor. shark skin armor? Oh, it's like eel skin no, armor? That, okay, the armor, oh, I can right. breathe underwater, and I do have... I have something... Uh, is it a feat? No, yeah. I remember what he's talking about. There was like a piece of his armor that gave him, or maybe a rune that he attached to the armor. Shame. 
was just looking yep. at it. I do not remember what it was, though. Um, <laughs> I'm sure she's fine. Sildren, what were you saying? <laughs> I don't see a reason for that. So you are getting attacked. Okay. Just twice as you're making your way out. Oh, no! Okay. Oosh. I rolled a 19 and then a natural 20. Oh. Uh, all right. That is 16 points of slashing damage and 38 points of slashing damage to Polique. Can, can I cast? Well, hold on. From just two of those creatures, as they rake at your legs and your ankles and your feet as you swim away, and at the uh, and Pol- uh, Piercy, I skipped you as well. What do you want to do? Uh, can I cast? Piercy's I've got reaction. Oh, you have a reaction? Yes. Yes, then you can. Hold on, Piercy. Fantastic. Uh, the range is good. There is a snap from Bali on the first attack. And uh, Palik is swimming, and then her corpse kind of drops to the water at, before the second attack comes in, which I believe was the critical. Yes. And um, you can keep swimming. Your body is going to keep falling, and you are now invisible. Oh, sweet. Invisible in the water. Yes. So, Palik, you only take that first bit of damage. You don't take the second number. I think it was 38 points of damage. Uh, You don't take that at all. And a dead Palik starts floating down and then starts being torn apart by these creatures. Ah! The rest of the party doesn't know this. Really poor Piercy, who's been trying to rescue you. Uh, and no one pays any attention, really, to the splashing form getting closer and closer to the beach. Piercy, you can make a arcana or divine roll. Uh, religion roll. Which I don't think are your fortes. Wow. 34. 34. You are able to identify this spell and know what Bali has done. Okay. Uh, that probably saved Percy's life. I think the same thing. So Percy swims up, swims swims on after Leek instead of uh, diving <clears throat> down and trying to rescue her under the water. All right. Swift sneak is why I can move at full speed while swimming. Okay. Or flying or climbing. Uh, and I'm sorry, Piercy, you said you were uh, chasing after the invisible splashing? Yes. Uh, make an athletics roll. They are going after you. Okay, athletics. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Two attacks also come your way. Okay. <sighs> One misses, you boot it out of the way, and the other one does get his nasty critical hit with a natural 20 into your calf uh, for 44-0 points of piercing damage with his teeth. Ouchie! But you are able to finally kick free, and the two of you are quickly get on to land and are safe from the creatures. Um, there's blood still in the water. There's still a feeding frenzy going on on this illusionary corpse, I think, of... <laughs> of... <laughs> Why is he crying? Stop crying! What's wrong? Bleak! She was right there and she's gone! 
oh, and you oh, didn't oh. do anything to save her, did you? Oh, and that's David cool. We're the bad guys. Invisible. Oh, no, 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 no. It's okay. It's, it's invisible. Police will go behind Xanar and then like cover his eyes, like. But you're uh, and that so will do what? I like pop back. Why are you lying? Lying with green. <laughs> Guess who, little guy? That's uh, just, that's just mean. It was kind of funny. Oh my god, Malik! Xander will will literally like embrace and lean into you, like falling over. So happy. You've seen Bali do that a few times. Yeah, no, right. I can't. I've never really paid attention to anything he does. You were scared <laughs> me so much. It's all and, good. And uh, Bali stabs, uh, 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 Piercy. Xander? Piercy. Why not? Everyone else Piercy. is getting Xander. Yeah, Bali stabs Piercy <laughs> and heals him. <laughs> Ouch. With, with some risky surgery? With some risky surgery. Uh, so you're going to. Heal 50, 56 points of damage. All right. After I you rolled you. a six and you had to do math to figure out 56 as the end result, <laughs> which means it was a 50 plus. So that's, 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 I do the damage okay. first. All right. All right. No, no. That's and right. it's. He's All a dwarf, right. okay? All right, yes. All <laughs> right, you do some healing there. Uh, let's go ahead and take our break here for now. Uh, we'll be back in about 10 minutes, and we'll see you then. Beep and I, it's Xander. Have you ever seen me totally blast a monster with my most powerful spell? Yeah, me neither, but I could. So don't forget to watch us live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. West Coast at twitch.tv slash ingloriousbards. I cast Acid Arrow! Aw, oh, dang it! Sorry, Iggy. We are back, uh, and Tim, a.k.a. Uh, Piercy, had to step away for the uh, rest of the adventure, so the part of Piercy will be played by Alistair. You're not my friends. <laughs> uh, so our heroes have gotten out of the water and Xanar uh, got the scare of a lifetime from Palik, who is now visible. And everyone is, uh, some of you are wet, but everyone is on dry land. What do you want to do? How was your impulsive jump into the water there, Palik? It was refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to... <laughs> Thanks to Bali. Spiky and sharp by the looks of it. Yeah. And Eventually, the, I feel like we're going to have to go in there. We're going to have to figure that out a little. And the creature down by the tree line is asking for some help in Sylvan of all languages. Yeah, I don't know that. It does. Which creature? It does not look to match that language does not, which may bear some interesting Yeah, it's totally not a trap. <laughs> I'm sure it's not. It needs help desperately. We must go. Okay. Uh, so I'm going over to there then. Uh, what are we doing with the little gnome? Quick. You mean Twick, right? Not me? <laughs> what are we doing with the gnome squirrel? <laughs> What's the plural for gnome? No, my niece. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, s- still. Children has him a murder of gnomes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still tied up. Um, Sildren starts walking towards the obvious trap of the creature saying, um, how did you phrase it, Tom? Closer, help me. Yes. All right. A Mon Calamari cruiser comes racing by. <laughs> it's a trap! <laughs> 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 Uh, all right, uh, Bali was leading the way first. Bali, you are traipsing, I don't know why I use that word for you, uh, stomping across the beach. Sashay. La, 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 la. Uh, stomping across the beach towards this tree with this creature. The hand disappears. It's a slightly whitish tree, and you can maybe see a bit of a black tentacle uh, come out from behind the tree and then disappear behind the tree. Sildren's walking behind you, and the two of you are walking right up. That tentacle looked familiar. Bali's just looking past every single tree. Is it right. this one? No. What do you need? This one. Sildren uh, and Sylvan will say, what do you need? What are you? All right. Uh, Bali, make a perception roll, and the uh, voice from behind the tree says, closer. 30 even? 30 even? You see a bit of agitation in the water not far from that tree. At the tree, and over here I see agitation from the water. Yeah, about 25 feet from the tree is the water edge. Oh. Well, I don't, I I don't, I see there's some grumblings going on over there. Back up. Back up, Bali. Why? What? What? Get what, back what, up! I will. I'll, I'll listen to the druid. <laughs> <laughs> There's a time for dwarven stubbornness. <laughs> this is not that. This is not that time. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bali backs uh, away and lets the druid in front of him. Uh, no, we're, we're we're all backing up now. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, I, I smell payback here. Uh, yeah, but there's, we don't, we're walking into a trap. I'm certain of it. We knew that before we started walking. I got this. Everybody calm down. Xander cast don't fireball. St- don't, don't, <laughs> don't start a forest fire. Do it. If only you can stop Xander. <laughs> I feel a tremor in the forest. Ooh. All right, a fireball is launched. Where is this fireball landing? Uh, so at the tree that Bali is backing away from. Okay. That Bali is still close to? No, no, no. You backed away. You're fine. Oh, okay. I'm just I, I was waiting. Three, oh. two, 15 feet. We go. All right. Oh, no. I have it. I have it. I have it. I have it right here. I will give a minus three to the reflex save of this creature. It, suddenly it sees this uh, fireball coming its way and gets a 32. Oh, it Whoa. saves. So it gets half damage. All right. Which is only going to be- Oh, oh look at that damage sixes. roll. So that was a 47 was the roll. So what's half of that? 23 points of fire damage. All right. Does, With- does the fire have latent effect as part of the spell? Like where it just burns everything and sets it all ablaze? No, it's not designed that way. We can do it story-wise, but it's, yeah. uh, its primary value is uh, raw damage. Okay. 
Okay, the fireball explodes uh, and hits the tree. The creature goes squealing, and you see this five-and-a-half-foot-tall, dark, very dark gray, almost black, bipedal creature with webbed feet, webbed hands, uh, go running out and running for the water. Its head is uh, draped almost with uh, Medusa-like uh, snakes, but it's tentacles, black tentacles that drape down past its uh, shoulder blades, and it has some nasty teeth, and it's racing with flames on it towards the water. Bleak's gonna try to intercept it. And, and call uh, that a failed diplomacy roll. Intercepted <laughs> with uh, her, her rapier, that is. All right, you race over there. You get one attack only in the time it takes to get there before it leaps into the water. Also, how far is it away from Master Yaru? 31. Uh, hold on, Master Yaru. 31 is a hit. Okay, never mind. All right, never mind from Master Yaru. I get 22 <laughs> points of damage. 22, you stab it, and then a second creature underneath the water that you're right next to comes out and attacks you twice, Palik. Five of that was electric damage. I don't know if that matters or not. Uh, checking, no. Okay. Uh, a... Uh, nasty mouth uh, comes clamping at you with a 36 to hit. That does hit. And then a barbed tentacle from behind its head is a 25 to hit. That does not. All right. You have been hit by this creature for 22 points of uh, piercing damage. Who else would like to do something other than Xanar? This is daytime, right? Yes, this is maybe one o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. And the, according to that, um, the gnome, the Colium guards only come out in the morning, right? They only come out at night, mostly. They mostly come out in the morning, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> uh, no, he, yeah, he said he meets them in the morning. Okay. Uh, well, anyone want to do anything? So, Leonard did it. It's all done. He's done. Did it. Uh, oh, he's just watching. Okay. Then, Palik, it's your turn. You've got one creature that is now dove into the water and putting out its flames, but there's another uh, healthy one that's right there just going, ah, and clawing and biting at you. What do you want to do, Palik? Yep, I'm going to reach out with my dagger and strike it. Okay, you have three actions. With a, a 29. Oh, who's so close? 29 is a hit. Oh my gosh. For 12 points of damage. All right. I think that's the least damage you've ever done. <laughs> well, it is a dagger. And then I'm going to catch it uh, flat-footed and hit it with my rapier. Ooh, all right. With a 27. 27 is a miss. And why was it flat-footed? Uh, because I do my twin faint. So if I oh. hit it with one weapon and then come at it with another Sweet. one. I like that. Uh, you're close, but it's able to just dodge out of the way and you and snip I'll, off a little bit of tentacle. I'll attack it a third time just to see see what happens. All right. With the 26. 20, is that uh, flat-footed the rest of the turn or the next attack? Sometimes it matters. 
Just FYI. It's oh, a miss no, regardless. just that next attack. Okay. So this is uh, not flat-footed. All right, Palik is done. The creature then attacks Palik, and it is going to lash out with one of the tentacles with a 27. Nope. It's going to do another desperate tentacle. Oh, no! And gets a natural one. And you can disengage from the fight. You can push the creature into the water, or you can separate some of its tentacles so it cannot use them for two turns. Oh, we're going to separate tentacles. All right, you slash some of the tentacles off, and it screeches. Uh, what would any of you like to do now, other than Polik? Uh, uh, Xander can, uh, was going to cast an elemental toss and just do a, a straight, direct line uh, blast right at it. Okay kind of a precision shot. He has to focus to make it sure it's far enough because I think they're a little bit further than 30 feet away. Uh, you take you can take one action and then cover that distance. Cool. That's what we'll do. Okay. So we close that out and then cast. I think this is an attack roll. I think so. One of your few that do. Every time I cast, getting anything popping up here. They'll so use the focus point. So uh, I'm just going to roll the 20. Is this not rolling? Oh, there it is. Attack button. Yeah. You nice. 40. Critically hits with the level seven elemental toss. What's Jeez. the damage on that? That's going to be uh, 38 points of flame damage. I guess critical, and, that would be double that, which would be 76. And are you sure it's 68? It doesn't go to 78 for a level... Uh, you know Seven. What? It might. I, I just rolled the sixty-eight plus six plus six, and that is. Oh, you're right. It should go up. Think so. so. That's a seventy-eight. So let me let me add one more to that real sure. fast because why not? Plus five. So that's forty-three times two ninety points of damage. Wow. Okay. And what does the elemental toss look like? That's a big critical hit. Describe that one. So the. Xander's been working on this and he's been building it up all the time where he's been usually bludgeoning stone or t throwing balls of fire. But now he's got this point where he can start spiraling it and make it more of an actual like dart, much like he does with the acid arrow. You've added rifling so to your... This, it's a railgun from Quake. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's the it's this straight point that just comes right off his hand and is this linear targeted fire that just explodes into flame when it hits. Wow. And this, this new theory of magic you've been testing is, has paid off in spades as dude, the creature is blasted like crazy and you separate its arm at the shoulder off black blood goes um, flailing everywhere and the creature drops to the ground almost doing a, a little mola on the ground type of a thing before uh, Palik uh, just runs it through and it is dead yeah that other one <laughs> that was calling to children ran into the water. Does we see him at all? Nope, but you do see churning water off in the distance. Sildren no. yelling, so, Sylvan, do you still need help? <laughs> you guys are worthless, <laughs> except for Zena. <laughs> no, Yaru. with your thumbs in your butts. While that was happening, did the sound, did the singing sound uh, stop? Was it those creatures or was it coming from somewhere else? The singing sound? The, that, I don't you know their language, the Sylvan. Oh, that, uh, that was the creature. It yeah, was yeah, the okay. creature. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Sylvan will search the area where it was calling from originally. 
All right, you find uh, some fishy scat, and that's it. Anybody ever see anything like this before? I don't think this was the ambush you were talking about, Sildren. These seem to be creatures in their natural habitat. That creature was attempting to ambush us, and the other one that came from the water was his compatriot. Certainly not the dragon, Kim. No. They will be here in the morning if we do not go seek them. In the um, tentacle bitey infested waters that people impulsively jump into. Well, I hate to point this out, but uh, that one decided to come out of the water. Indeed. What's to stop them from more of them coming out of the water while we wait for the colium? I don't Nothing. ask that stupid little guy over there, that fake gnome. What's to stop? He doesn't speak my language. No, but Zana oh, he to... knows so your. He's looking <laughs> at. Yeah, he's <laughs> glaring right through you. He has the intimidating glare feet. I'm, I'm, I'm pointing at the fishy scat and then pointing at him. <laughs> fishy scat, you. This is going so well. <laughs> I'm not trained in diplomacy. <laughs> I have a question. The rumbling in the water, uh, first of all, does it cease at all, or is it still happening? And is it happening close to the shoreline all the way through the water? Is it happening near the sphere at all, or is that very calm water going like going into the uh, hole? The, all the water has now turned calm. Um, there's no sphere. Okay. There is a hole. Um so yeah, the water is now calm. There's no disturbance to it. Okay, all the water is calm. Are there any uh, um, structures, natural structures that seem to reach over the surface? You know, like a like a land bridge kind of concept. Nothing like that. But there is along the left side some walking distance, but you can see it all around the left side of the lake from where you're at is a, a steepish uh, cliff of about 30 feet tall that rises up. So it's almost like a little mini plateau that the woods go up in that direction. Um, you do see that. Would we be able to see down into the hole from there? No. Master Yaru, can you do a flyover of the hole to see what's in there? Yes, now that we are much closer, that should not be... It should be more easy to see. It's a one-way trip, man. <laughs> Unless we know about gravity and all of its ways. <laughs> he goes to the Acme school of flying. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the yabba 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 uh, Yes, allow me to cast wind jump once again, and I'll click my heels and the golden wings shall appear. All right, that lasts for one minute, and it lets you uh, do your move as a fly. What is your move speed? It allows me to move 50 feet. 50 feet uh, per move action. Per move action as my fly speed. So that's 150 feet per every six seconds, uh, yeah. and the hole is 100 feet away. So you can instantly get yeah. there uh, within four seconds, okay. according to my math. 
uh, Christopher, and uh, you uh, fly running uh, over towards the hole of the water. You make a perception roll for me, please. Perception roll. Close that. Oh, a 19. Total of 39. Total of 39. Yes, All sir. right. You can spot two interesting points of note. One is you get close to being directly over the hole, but you can't do it exactly because mm-hmm. there's a spout of ice just flying up and it's cold, uh, but you don't get too too close to it. But you're able to look down. It's the that spout is 10 meters in uh in diameter the hole is 20. so around the edge of this uh spout there's a gap that goes down mm-hmm. it goes down double checking double checking it goes down uh 30 feet and it's you can see water at the bottom there's some watery floor at the bottom but that's all you can see that you don't see any uh any uh entrance down there any cave or anything just this perfect and i mean perfect a mathematically perfect uh, uh anti-water cylinder if you will going straight down uh, ending at a floor of water Oh, and with that roll, you also see a black movement in mass, almost like flocks of birds or fish, uh, schools of fish, uh, just underneath the water surface, um, moving around under the water. As as I move, like under me, or like nope. kind of just around in a just around random pattern. Okay. Okay. Uh, I get there very quickly and I see all that stuff. Yes, uh, that is round one of 10. Oh, okay, great. Uh, I look back at them um, and I I will uh, describe as such. There appears to be a gap in between the this beam that is shooting out and the hole itself. Although 30 feet down, it is a floor of water. You, you're yelling a hundred feet away. I, I gotta round, yell this. Okay. Round two of ten is complete. Okay. Waiting for their reaction for my third round. <laughs> Thumbs up on the shore. Whatever you just said. Yep. <laughs> yep. I figured. <laughs> uh, this kind of I give a hard look to 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 Bali, trusting him to Bali with like the you're, error thing. You're well out of range. I. <laughs> He gives Great. you the thumbs up side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we both do a circle and it's like, yeah, no, cool. I go down. Okay. All right. Round three is you going down. Somewhat of a spiral if I can around right. the beam to get a yeah, big 360 range. Sidrin <laughs> is um, doing a prepared action, okay. which will be aerial form if there seems to be uh, trouble or something like, you know, if he's under attack? Yeah, basically, if Master Yaru does not come back in, you know, just a brief period of time or there's a okay. ruckus or something, okay. you know, basically anything okay. really changes, okay. then he's going to take aerial form. All right. Yelena says, oh, what's he doing, Xanar? I think he's investigating 
exactly what all this is. That's a giant spire of ice coming out. That's not natural. It looks like there's a hole in the water. He's going to get himself killed is what he's going to do if he stays down there too long. He's, yeah, he's going to be eaten. Nah, he'll be fine. He's cat. He's Yaru. You've seen him get out of things. That's Z Master! Xaner, <laughs> <laughs> ask your little buddy. After you. If he knows where the the colium come from. Like, do they come out of that hole, or is there another entrance? Quick, do the uh, colium guard come up out of that spout, or out of the hole at the water? Do they come up through the water with all the biteys in there? Yes, they come out from the hole. Oh. Oh. But they don't like it. They don't like it at all. And that's the only joy I get. That and 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 being set free as promised. My two greatest joys in life are my freedom and watching them suffer the heat. Freedom. Braveheart. We have good news and bad news then. <laughs> children children can speak under common now. Next. Tell him we have good news and bad news. <laughs> All right, now, I think Alistair wants to know what the hell is going on as he is going. Yeah, I'm just waiting for Tom to be like, round seven of ten. Because <laughs> they took so long. Yeah, right. Time is going by. <laughs> You're just stuck paused. <laughs> Does this time count? Uh, you are spiraling down on your third round, and you uh, reach a 30-foot drop and can see there is nothing down here but this perfect cylinder of falling water coming down. But it's not chaotic like a waterfall or anything. It is perfectly smooth. You can even get your hand right up to it without touching it and no splashes of water touch at all. If you back up too much from facing this wall, that's the spout of ice, which you're also yeah. being careful of. And that's uh, it's like a... It's almost like a turbine, in, turbine engine that is on idle. So it's a little intense, but it's not blasting your ear, but it's with uh, ice shards and snow blasting up. But it too is very precise. No ice or anything is falling outside of that. This is very unusual and unnatural and magical for sure. You can see... You can see one thing, possibly two. Let's roll a perception for the possibly two thing. Does the water in the pool appear to be going towards and like pooling like a current? No. Oh, I rolled a 32. With a 32, you see two things. Uh, one is you see beneath you uh, that this seems the water uh, at the bottom seems to be a floor of about two, now about a foot and a half in depth of water only because then you can barely see translucent well, walls again of the side of this vertical cylinder, and you can see that spout underneath. So it's essentially, it's it's not 30 feet, it's 60 feet deep with a small foot and a half, quote unquote, floor of water. Does that visually make any sense to you at all, Alistair? I'm trying to get there. <laughs> I'm like trying to get... Pythagorean like glass or whatever it is. Yeah, so it's a, it's a 60 foot cylinder. Yeah. You've gone down 30 feet and yes. there's this little ceiling roof floor thing of yes. a thin border of water, like a like a like a bottle cap or something okay. of water. Okay. 
a coaster of water <laughs> is what's there. And I said two things. You also see some dark swirling shapes in the water starting to swarm and get closer and closer as you get closer to the edge of this uh, cylinder wall. So the, the water round is Round four. Okay. <laughs> so the water is flowing perfectly. This is in between round three and four. Yeah. Water's flowing perfectly down and then kind of slanted to the floor. Yep. And that's that's what's and the creatures can swim in that two and a half? Nope, nope. No. You just see okay. some shapes and it's blurry and it's gray and it's hard to see, but you can see some dark shapes and you kind of edge away from the from the edge of the uh, yep. cylinder. And then there's this floor that is shows that you're on the second part and there's a lower section just underneath that you can see through this translucent foot and a half foot and a half uh translucent floor. During round four as I get close to, my foot gets close to the surface of that water directly underneath me, what do they do? Nothing. I'm gonna dip into the water and touch the ground. You dip in, it resists, but then your foot goes through and you can travel through that um, floor section if you want. Okay. All right, round five has you descending down into, I'm getting nervous with the bingo fuel thing coming back to mind. Yeah, okay. Cat. Round five, a wet cat descends down through. You are moist and wet, but you come through the other side. Okay. Uh, as you do so, it seems to be getting a little colder and you... Oh, double checking, double checking. Yeah, uh, it gets a little colder. The same cylinder of water all falling down. You see fewer dark shapes at this level, just a few. But can I see above many. me? You can see up. It's translucent. And you can see a, a blurry uh, upper section above. Yes, I can. Okay. And uh, one other thing I was going to tell you: perception roll for two things. You will see one. You might see a second. This is a 35 target number, though. The 10 is my flight time, correct? Yes. Okay. You're at 5 of 10 right okay. now. Okay. And uh, you said another perception roll? Perception 35. Okay. 29. Uh, do I use it? Do I bingo, do it? Bingo, bingo, bingo. This is it. This is the, this is the bingo, uh. people. Uh, this is for two things or just one? Two things. <sighs> what Do I, it! What was the number that I rolled? The Your nine? mind's writing checks your body can't cash. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to use a hero point for the perception roll. All right. Oh, for a nine again. Oh, oh. 29. That's okay. It's okay. All right. It's okay. It's not worse. It's not worse. You think you hear something, but then no, that's, I didn't hear anything at all. But then you look and can see here on this bottom floor, it is not a bottom floor. There is a translucent floor about a foot and a half thick, and there is another section below. And down there, you can see there are a couple of boulders sticking out of the sides of the water. Okay. Of the cylinder. To inward? Poking out from the sides of the cylinder are two bolts. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, 
Or can I see any one or thing down there? Oh, that's all you see. That's all I see. Two boulders. Time. Uh, you're at. This is wrapping up five. You'll be going wrapping into up six five. or ten. It's another translucent barrier. Yes. How how far down am I total from the surface of the what uh, my friends can see? Surface of the water. You are sixty feet under the water. And there is a little bit of a delay of getting through the each floor, but it's not much. Okay. And keep is in mind, you go, you go, terrain? what, uh, 50 feet uh, an action. Yes. That's 150 feet per turn. Yes, it is. Um, okay. Proceed downward. All right. Uh, with little thought, Yaru descends again. Not little. <laughs> not little? Fast, but yeah. not little. All right, you descend down into the third section where you see there is a uh, boulder that, uh, two boulders that are sticking out of the water. The water's flowing around and in between those two boulders is a, is a corridor, a perfectly square corridor in the lake of cut space. It is made up of an ice floor, and this is a standard 10 by 10 by 10 dungeon corridor type of thing. Uh, and it is an ice floor, an ice ceiling, and then slow moving water down the sides, just like the cylinder as slow moving. And the corridor just goes and goes and goes off. Can I see how far it ends? Uh, let me check. Uh, no, it goes at least okay. 100 or 200 feet into the lake. In and okay, okay. you, I'm going to give you a different two things as well. Another perception. Another perception, please. Okay. This is all part of round six. Round six. Oh, there's a 28 total and I have well, the, no hero points left. All right. Well, the 28, um, you think you hear now, but you see, uh, what you see is that there is a floor here as well that is translucent and there is a lower <sighs> section. Okay. And this is wrapping up six. This is wrapping up six. You're on floor three, sub level three. Okay, I have n I have no more time left. I'm going to use 30 seconds to minimum safe distance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go I'm going to abort mission and return to the surface. All right. Uh, with a prepared action if regular movement doesn't work, if that makes sense. If regular okay. You go up uh, quickly as you can, and you go flying up. You slow through the floor, and you go flying up and slow through the floor. You go flying up. It is round seven where you're at the top of the hole, and you want to do uh, eight to get back to the beach? Yes. All right, and eight back to the beach. You guys see a wet cat flying over with water trailing behind him, and Yaru lands upon the ground, and you are all very curious what he discovered. <sighs> We have another dungeon before we can get to any more dragons, I'm afraid. There are many chambers down there. At the third at the third level, I saw a chamber hundreds of feet long, and there were more chambers further down. All translucent barriers. Difficult to get through, but easy enough. I... Easy enough if you're flying. 
correct. You said a lot of monk things that don't make sense. Dungeon down there, third level, what? I, what? As you go down the tunnel, and it is a tunnel, Xana, when you see the beam, it goes down hundreds of feet. Within that, there are barriers in the water. The water is smooth as glass. And you can go through the water, and then if we are able to fly like yourself and me, Maybe not you with the fire. I don't know how it would ruin the water. But you go down, you can see an empty chamber, and then a second layer. You go through that, another layer, this one more open, and a corridor leading downward, kind of like in the movie The Incredibles. Except without. Oh, The Incredibles! You should have just said that! (laughs) Instead of being lava, it's water. God, it's. It's a very long, endless corridor to my eye. And there are still chambers further down. Surely it takes either some kind of magic or, of course, to be a dragon makes this journey easier. A, cha- a, a fortress they have built for themselves to keep whatever it is safe down there. And that and is safe. what we're here for. <sighs> I'm afraid so. So, other than the fact that it's a straight drop, we just need to get out to the hole to get down. Correct. Well, I can do that. Some, and you do that some, for some, everyone? Some After some you. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, no, no, I can build a stone bridge out to that. Oh. 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 We're bound to have company. Yeah, the little biting things in the water. I should take notice of a bridge. But if yeah, we can bite those. They're not that strong. Be the first Sea World. Just build barriers all over the place. This is your home now. <laughs> they love it here. They love performing <laughs> for you. No, they're playing with them. They're playing with them. <laughs> Closer. Welcome to SeaWorld. Palik has built a bond with this particular person. <laughs> uh, if you guys want, I mean, I could make that happen. I don't know about getting down. Like, hundreds of feet sounds like a lot. Yeah, but how many of those walls can you build? Uh, well... I can go out about 120 feet building a bridge like that. We can so get we... to the the cylinder and then we just need to get down. Stairs. Well, it sounds like it goes down pretty far. We can't just jump off. I mean, we could, but probably won't work out very well. Oh, we could fall. I've got Featherfall. I could cast Featherfall on everybody and you I'm could just a, drift. I... I mean, from experience, falling is the easy part. It's the landing where I didn't really see much of a good landing. You know, I'm just saying. You're saying there's no place that you end. You said there was. It's like a quicksand, but it's water. It's like quick, slow water. But, you know, quicksand is, I don't know. So you can just get in the water and swim down? Possibly, and then you fall another 
What was it like 30 feet, I believe? Yep, 30 foot section. Well, 30 and feet into the next barrier. There is resistance in the water, which would likely, if you are falling, and would slow you down, I, perhaps. Was it was it strong enough? I was going. I was purposely going through it, but was it strong enough to hold me there and float me uh, as I was going down as part of my one of two good perception rolls? That was mm. a thirty-eight. A.K. Nature <laughs> roll for me, Yaru. Okay, nature coming at you. Who is not great? Plus sixteen. Uh, a 28. You keep rolling 28s and 29s. Yeah, With weird. a 28, your, I'll say your best guess is if someone were to drop down into that hole, they would likely fall through several floors unless they were moderately lucky. Not extremely lucky, but moderately lucky. Okay. I, I would not chance it unless you're certain you would not go through. How, how, you're, you said Feather Falls, Anner? How, yeah. how far can, how long does that last? Well, that's a great question. Let me find out for you exactly. Yeah, he I turns to a... Yelena. How long does it last? <laughs> you know this one. You do the test. <laughs> I have a question. Uh, your uh, little friend there, he seems to know the area pretty well. Maybe there is another way into the area that he might know about. I'm all for just tossing him in the water and being done with it, but maybe he knows something. It's a great question. I would love the idea for us to build a bridge, find a way to float <laughs> ourselves down to the bottom. He's like, they should have just taken the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, There's Frodo the and Sam the being submarines, at the, right? <laughs> the Black Gate. <laughs> um, Dwick, do you know of any way to get to the dragons? We're looking at going down the hole. I'm not helping you at all until you let me go, you lying dwarf scum lover. Wow. He doesn't know. Let me try, Xanna. He points at the, he, yeah, he gets close to you and says, ga-ga. He gets frustrated and see fu voodoo and ignores you. I'm very Crazy. confident that I could blast this little thing out of space. So, uh, Bali will break out his dagger and approach the creature. Yeah. All right. He spits at the ground and grabs mm. a weapon to defend himself, which is half a seashell. Half a seashell. I am going for the manacles that are on his uh, his uh, his hands. The rope. Okay. The rope. All yep. right. Hold still, you little. All right. You end up taking two points of bludgeoning damage, but are able to uh, bludgeoning and seashell damage. I don't know if you have a vulnerability to seashells or not. Check your sheet. Uh, and but you are able to finally cut him free in this battle of wills, where you're trying to help and he doesn't want you to. And finally, he's free. He drops to the ground, free and surprised. Looks at you. Sp- Spits on your trousers and gets up and doesn't run off immediately. Sildren ties him back up. (laughs) (laughs) Kidding. All right. Uh, Bali just makes a scene of throwing the the manacles in the water. The water. uh, Oh, the rope, rope, rope. The rope, rather, and and just marches away from him and 
kicks some scat at him, but doesn't do anything else. He, right. he makes some distance. There, maybe he'll be more friendly now. Because I know I could put him down from here. Joseph Dwarf, I hate his guts, and I know I can put him down from here. <laughs> he says thank you. He says you're welcome, and he really would love you to help us rather than be a prisoner to us anymore, because we don't want to do that. That's We're not here to make prisoners, Sildred. We're here to make friends, and we want to see if you could help us get down to the dragons so that you don't have to be stuck with them anymore either. Why do you want to make friends with the dragons? No, 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 no. No, we're trying to be friends with you and get rid of the dragons so that we can help you get home. You can give me back to the Great Hall? Yes. Yes, we can probably get you back to the Great Hall. Make a deception roll, Xanner. Oh, wow. Uh, does does Bali pick up on the word Great Hall? It is entirely a gray hall. Gray, gray, does, gray, gray hall is a dwarven word. Yes. Hey, what's that? What's that? He just said that about the Gray Hall. Where is this one from, anyway? He he says he's from the Gray Hall. That's his home. I'd call him a liar, but he knows the name. I'll 34 was the deception roll. Maybe you speak to him in Dwarven and see if he responds. Uh, yeah, Bali, try that. <laughs> All right, what are you going to say? <laughs> uh, Bali in his own tongue. Uh, what do you know of the Grey Hall? Uh, he uh, make a reflex saving throw, Bali. <laughs> I'm armed with fish scat, so you better watch the... <laughs> Hell out. <laughs> I'll prepare Reflex. mine. 24. 24. You are hit by spit again. He gonna need some something to drink soon. Uh as he spits on you <laughs> There's and there's lots of water over there. <laughs> and he just spits and says, uh, Great Hall and spits on you, uh Bali. Mm. But then turns to you, Xanner, and says, I'll help you if if that means I get to go and you're you take me uh, back to my home. Done. Take take me home. <laughs> Country row. Because <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, take take me home. They Cause I've been a prisoner all my life. <laughs> that worked out. That was Phil Collins on the beach. <laughs> that was Phil Collins on the beach, by the way. Uh, uh, yes. Tonight, tonight, tonight. <laughs> oh. It's not getting late at all. He's very grateful. He's he's very grateful to be let go. Is Blake here? She's got the invisible touch. (laughs) We're losing Tom fast. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like got a little punchy there. What's the (laughs) genesis of your idea to get me out? (laughs) We'll we'll keep you safe with us, and you can stay at your camp. You don't have to worry about meeting anyone in the morning because we'll take care of them right now. If you could help us get down uh, into where their lair is, where their dungeon is, whatever. How do we get down there? I'll tell you this. 
I have no idea. I've never gone down there. Good. That's probably good. That sounds like a good thing. He doesn't know. And it's worth a shot. Do they come from the middle or do they come from Yeah, he says else? they come straight up. Do they come out of the ice, Dwick? Or do they yes. come up through the water? The ice. The ice. They come through the ice. The ice is shoot straight up. They come through the ice. From Maybe. within the ice that's shooting up. Did Correct. we look at the ice? I mean, I saw it's, it's pretty, you know, it's nice, it's magical, but I, I'm, I'm Rosanna when it comes to discovering the source of magic. And it, the source of its uh, propulsion was too far down. So there was a question earlier about the featherfall, and I'll let you know that uh, it'll slow you down to 60 feet per round, and it lasts for a, for a full minute. So for measuring in feet, that's 160 feet. No, it's not. It's 3,600 feet. No, it's not. It's 60 feet per round. Oh my God, Christopher's math is <laughs> it's infectious. I was right, by the way. I'm not saying you're wrong. <laughs> Just questioning the CPU power it, you use. If it's not longer than 600 feet down, everyone can land safely. I don't know how it works coming back up. The ice might be really cold, but we could at least resist it a little bit. <clears throat> if that's how we get back up. <laughs> if we if we broke the ice process, it might even just collapse all the water on top of us. And then there'd be no way back up. Huh? <laughs> well, I suppose we could find out for sure if we laid in wait for the coleum to show up for their meat. That would be our. Want to take one of them hostage? Well, we could, but then there's no way that we'd know how they got back. We'd have to watch them take whatever path they go, whether it's through the middle or some other passage. Personally, if I could fly, I'd just fly it everywhere, but... Well, I could do that. I could, like, stay here and stay hidden and watch them come up. Yeah, if they come up that way, yeah, true. I mean, they'll never see me. I could also fly over it and send a wall of fire down. And I don't know if that would melt anything or if that would just be a waste of time, but I could definitely wring it all off and see if it stays warmer. Make it really uncomfortable for them, but then they would know that we're here. Yeah, all of them would know you were there. Um, she's here. That's another. Zanna, what is the crystal doing? No. What is the crystal doing? Is my question and Yaru's. Xander pulls the crystal out, assuming that it wasn't dropped inside the Yonkrov hole. <laughs> well, now that you mention it, the crystal <laughs> is in your hand and it is vibrating towards the uh, spout of ice. Maybe I should have taken it with me. <laughs> I didn't think about that until just now. <laughs> Xander? Well, we have two options, it seems. Uh, allow the... Actually, probably... Um, mm-hmm. If you uh, give me, I'm sorry, go ahead. 
uh, wait for the Colium guards in the morning, kill them, maybe capture one. Or wait for the Colium guards in the morning, let them come out and go back, and then attempt to follow them to the best of our ability. They're only going to go back if this one cooperates and gives them all everything he promised them, which we're not going to allow. You mean, you mean Dwick? Yeah. It's just two deer carcasses. He needed like two more than he already, than he already has. You're going to go out and hunt some more deer? No. You didn't seem too keen on that. <laughs> Xander, you, you really aren't as structured with your ideas as I thought you were. How is, how's everybody feeling right now? Hang on. If, if they are displeased with him for a lack of meat, that could create a diversion for us to get inside. At the cost of him and well, that's I not, believe that's he would turn bad. over on us at the first opportunity yeah. as well. I we wonder can. why that is, Mister. I tie him up and gag him every time he tries to help us. Do you want to? Mister. I won't let him go after why. he needs a promise. <laughs> He's the one that bit you. Like, why are you defending him? <laughs> but I don't think we should let him. We shouldn't, you know, leave him to be slaughtered either. But how's everybody feeling right now? What if we just go down there right now, see what happens? I said we could go down there together now. We could wait a few moments, because if we wait 10 minutes, I can uh, get a focus point back and I can fly down there again with the crystal in hand and see if that changes anything. And I'm happy to go again by myself. <laughs> I say we take off and Didn't nuke the entire up. site from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to I'm also hiding. I'm very curious to see what happens. Hiding is also an valid option. You, you're curious to see them come up? I want to see where they go, too. They take the meat with them straight in the hole, and we know where they go. But they're, they're go not going to take, like, they don't... Freaking Dwick doesn't have all the meat that they want, so... But I imagine they're not going to hold on. They're not going to stick around. They take what they've got and go. Unless they go and look for Dwick to try and punish him, but then... I can take four of us down, I can fly down myself, and uh, Yara will fly down. That's pretty much all of us, right? Yeah, I... I, 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 I can't I, fly. You can are you take... talking about the by after creating the stone wall? Yes. And I believe Piercy's boots would allow him to land successfully. Is that not so, Piercy? Of course. That was a real off juice. You should have hired somebody else. <laughs> My audition was bad. Way better. You've got the yump. <laughs> Just put your best effort on it. So where are we going? Um, How do you feel? How do you, like... You, you keep guys, asking that. What because you guys rely on like your spells and your magic shit. I just want to make sure you're not all exhausted and. Oh no, I'm pretty healthy. Go down there with nothing but your dicks in your hand. 
That's, my that's, dick is a pretty magical item. Uh, in well, my well, hands, slow, slow, slow you've your never roll. seen such a weapon. <laughs> I feel fine. I, if this wouldn't take very much of my magic to be able to get us all down, we could make it safely. And getting back up might be a new trick. But I'm willing to try it. And I am. Um, I have a good rep- repertoire of spells still. And it seems like Bali has not taxed himself overly much. Well, if that's what we're going to do, I feel like you magic people should uh, take a second look at uh, some potions and some runes we have. Oh, yes. Yes. Lovely. We have... Um, yeah. Bali takes his time and starts healing Palik with uh, medicine. Uh, a risky surgery stab? Uh, no, it's not. That's during <laughs> combat. Uh, this is treat wounds. Uh, right. So it's 29 every 10 minutes. Okay. Uh, yes, and we have several items that we were unable to identify um, before we leveled, but now we have leveled. Exactly. All right, you guys can spend 10 minutes and do this. Uh, what were the items? I don't know. Tom, you tell us. You tell me. He's not going to tell uh, us. Wait, whoa, what? Oh, please. <laughs> there was a rune, two potions, and then the ice shard crystal, which we were using. Yep. Uh, I, I agree with that, except I have it as three potions yep, three I think we potions. identified one of them as an elixir of life which is in oh, the party loot yep. sheet okay uh, alright so you guys spend some time and I believe Xanner's the default uh, roller yep. which I roll as a Pit secret roll and a master because uh, it also takes him less time yes Xanner identifies all sweet Let's bring up the party loot sheet so I can bring some call stuff Seth. over there. Been waiting all episode for it. <laughs> <laughs> Did Bali take this Just last try to squeeze that in there. You guys just shut up so we can do <laughs> Right. Stupid gnomes. <laughs> Bali wanted something. Uh, should Bali take this elixir of life that's in there? He's got one on him already, the greater. But no one took the elixir of life greater that was remaining Ooh, behind. Let me see if I can take that. Or yeah, I don't think. Uh, does Sildren have anything that's a healing potion? I think Aisha is already Xander's out of the party sheet. I'll take it if uh, no one else wants it. Well, I mean, but, we could all want yeah. it, but um, <laughs> no one else will. Let's see last. what everything else is. Do all right, have any so, other healing potions? Yes, yeah. let's let's. All right, here's what ideas. you identify. Look at you with the with the good ideas tonight. Mm-hmm. The two potions are uh, duplicates of each other, and they are not potions at all. They are a crystallizing poison called bristling coat. You spend uh, time to coat a weapon, and the weapon stays coated for 24 hours with this uh, poison. And when you first do damage with this weapon, the poison will then be applied. 
the target has to make a fortitude save of 31. Uh, so again, stronger against weaker enemies, more more easier made by uh, tougher enemies, higher level enemies. If they fail that, they become stage one poison. If they fail against stage two, it's like the dying, but it's stages of poison. And what this does is it's uh, uh, a, a poison damage of 6d6 on round one. And if they fail, then it becomes 8d6. And if they fail again, it becomes 10d6. And they can go up and down. If they ever get to zero, poison's gone. But they cap at stage three, 10d6, and they can have a total of six rounds of poison. So worst case scenario for them is 6d6, 8d6, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10d6 uh, poison If you uh, once you do damage. So there's two of those uh, poisons available. Dropping them into the list now. The rune, on the other hand, is a fortification rune applied to armor. So if you have plus one armor, your armor can hold one uh, other type of rune. If it's plus two, you can hold two other types of runes. And I don't think many people have any runes uh, on their armor other than the base protection, which don't count. So this would apply, to, I think, to most of you. This is a fortification rune which wards against the most deadly attacks. Each time you are critically hit uh, for the rest of the time you wear this armor, you get to make a flat 17 check or higher. So that is a 20% chance every time you're critically hit to convert that down to a normal hit. Hmm. And that is dropped into the group. Should definitely be one of our melee people. Or Xanner, who's been getting the shit kicked out of him. True. He's taking a lot of criticals. Those are the ones he's that drop e- him. He's with. easier to hit. True. Also true. I'm my dodge out of the way. <laughs> I try that. I just get. <laughs> oh. I'm, no I'm, feet. I, I'm definitely taking uh, one of the poisons. Are you applying that now or saving it? Mm, ooh, I'm going to think about that. All right. I would love the fortification rune if everyone's okay with it. Yeah. If anyone's not okay with it, I'll be okay. I, no, I, I, I want to say roll for it. Okay. That's two people rolling for it. Anyone else? Nope. Just to be fair, because I really do want it. All right. Just to be fair to me. Roll a, yeah. roll a flat 20, the two of you. Yeah. <laughs> You know, point for Zen. Uh, do I have to roll? You do yeah, have to roll. Because I mean, I mean, you I might roll a yeah, one. Yeah, that's true, that's true, that's true, that's true. Oh, you almost rolled a one. Roll. Oh, roll a one. <laughs> it is Master Yaru's, and I will take care of it. Where's your, there's your robe. Xander, you do need to take that ice shard, though, that's in the party. I'm very machine. sorry, Xander. And I've added it to your armor, Yaru. We don't need okay. that item itself. I'll delete that from the party loop. Ice shard, thank you. So that means on uh, critical hits, I just need to call that out. Yeah, every single time now you're critically yeah. hit, you get to make a roll, and if it's a flat 17 or higher, it okay. downgrades to a normal. That's so crazy. that may never trigger the rest of the yeah, campaign, right. or it can trigger a whole bunch. You never every know. Every time I'm critically hit, you can feel bad about it. I have, a, I have a plan to stay closer to you when I fight now. 
Uh, he is a plan to not I care when you that. get hit. <laughs> we should give this other poison to Piercy. Yep. And then, uh... What's it in his mouth? Bali could take this this healing potion. If you will add that to his I, character sheet, or just, I guess, leave it in. Let's wait for Tim. Just remind okay. us next time so Tim knows <laughs> what he's getting. I'll note that. And Bali's uh, getting the healing potion? Um, yes, because I have one that's a moderate I did not see before. So okay. yes. Sildren doesn't have any... I mean, he, he has a healing staff. It's fine. Okay. You wanna? I have a potion you can have. I mean, how how many how many do you have? Two. Yeah, I would take one of those then. Oh, uh, okay. Just grab the one out of the front. <laughs> uh, so it's yeah, an el- just... elixir of life, moderate. Um. Okay. Yeah. So. Can I put that oh. in the? Yeah, it's in the it's in the party okay. sheet. So which one do you want, Bali? The, 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 the greater the or the moderate? I'll take the moderate. All right, I'll take the greater. <clears throat> Since I've relieved myself of healing duties, I need um, you know, extra stuff. All right, what do you guys want to do? Going, um, we going down? Yeah. I think we should. I think we can totally make it happen. Okay. Okay. So Xander is going to start by casting a wall of stone. Uh, which means that he gets to, uh, on on the shore, raise up actual stone up out of the ground. And then from that, it'll just keep extending out. And he can keep building out on top of it, out over the water. It doesn't have to be directly on top right. of it. It, it. it can build and connect out to itself. And, and I can build it all the way out to Crazy. the edge of the of the the hole in the, in the lake yeah i mentioned the beach was rocky so all these smooth roundish um, almost bleached stones come flying out and forming almost like a narrow cobblestone path over the water dripping a little bit of water themselves that is an amazing visual and solution uh, gain a hero point xanner as this uh bridge forms out this does not last one minute this does not last 10 minutes how long does this last jeremy this is permanent. Permanently this created is... a bridge <laughs> over the endless pond. I'm going to be suspicious at all. <laughs> just Minecrafted his way across. Yeah, he totally did. Yeah, and leaning just, over uh, the edge, trying to get the water. For everybody, for everybody living in that pond, just a weird barrier now. Yep. yep. Through a bunch of people's houses on the bottom. <laughs> Great. And that all forms. So uh, if we get to the edge... <laughs> one after the other. Uh, if you drop in, I will cast Featherfall, and you can, uh, you will j- float gently down. I can uh, cast Featherfall for myself to save your slot. Okay. Don't worry about me. And Piercy is good. Worry about me. Yeah. Yes, so save it. Worry about us. <laughs> Angelina. Angelina. For the record, Piercy and I can fall pretty much any him at literally any distance. Me pretty for this purposes of this any distance because I have catfall and land on my feet and 
I'm a cat. Oh, I think I might have catfall too, actually. I have to look and if that. you're a master, I believe it goes to 50 feet, if that helps anybody. These are drops of 30 feet, I believe. So amazing how everyone thought of this idea after I came up with the idea. Now everyone's fine. Everyone's fine. Drop Zaner, right Zaner, Zaner, your idea is perfect. It's going to help. You're getting us there, man. It's going to help most of us. I might roll in that one. That's okay. You've done it before. <laughs> You'll do it again. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Mm. Yeah, Xander goes actually... over and pats Palik on the back and says, you're good to go. Bali comes up. You're, What's that? And Bali jumps without <laughs> getting touched yet. <laughs> and Shunka as well will need uh, Feather Falling. And Yelena. Yeah. And, and, and what Bali about just... Dwick? Are we yeah, tying, does, does tying him to come? a tree? What are we doing? Dwick is not go. coming with you on the bridge. Yeah, no, fuck that guy. Let him Just go. Let him go. He's untied. Yeah. Let him get his deer. Dwick! Oh, he's 100% going to go kill more deer, Silver. We're going to go down. Are you trying to get me to kill him? Totally. <laughs> 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 Goading him. You're free, Dwick! Silver, on one condition. Okay. Xanar. <laughs> What? Tell him no more killing deer in the forest. You don't have to kill deer anymore no. in the forest. He is required not to kill deer in the forest. How do you speak under common? This is <laughs> <blowing> my mind. <laughs> what do you say in under common, Xanner? Uh, he just said that you don't have to kill deer anymore. I'm saying we're still going to try to get you to the Great Hall when we get back. Right. I, I'll believe it when I believe it, but I believe I believe the rat over any of you. And he runs off, comes back, and spits one more time at Bali's feet, then runs off, grabs the deer that was dropped on the stone near the beach, and then runs off into the woods with the beer, deer over his shoulder. All right. Okay. Silver home. Well, actually, somebody, the person with the shard should probably go first. So either... You guys, by the way, walk out over this bridge in a line, and as you do so, uh, Yelena just looks down and sees a little black school of swarmingness underneath the bridge, kind of generally following the direction of the group. Isn't this fun, Yelena? This, this is, is not fun at all. <laughs> Yaru is very close uh, with Xander and Yelena. Okay. Uh, you guys are right at the edge of the uh, bridge, and the bridge goes past the hole, so you guys can kind of be on the side of it because it goes 120 feet. Uh, and what do you, what's going to happen first? Xander, do you want to give Master Yaru the shard and let him go first? Yeah, that'll work. Thank you. Um, okay, yeah, I will jump down to uh, the first level of the All right. and see what happens. All right, without, you're jumping down without yeah, doing your wind without, jump. Without casting wind jump for now. All Let's right. What happens that you uh, are going to fall and pierce right through that floor unless you want to go wide a bit with your stance. Yeah, I'm going gonna, gonna to go in and kind of try to dive in a little bit uh, All profession right. somewhat Maybe. professionally for a cat. Make a reflex save of 35. Okay. That is a 33. I do not make it, but I will have a wind jump ready. 
Okay. You go, where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it right at? Through. You go <laughs> right through, you hit that initial resistance, take 10 bludgeoning and go yeah. right on through to the second floor and need to make another reflex save. Okay. Another. Oh, even worse, the twenty-eight. And He's with going a tw- really fast. The cat isn't helping him. You take another ten points of bludgeoning. Okay. I, Do I, I didn't hear anything about Featherfall on him. He cat was going fall. all by cat himself. Fall. Catfall, yeah. Catfall. What was Catfall? Catfall helps me resist uh, damage from landing. Uh, at, uh, and I have uh, land on your feet. I am a cat. All right, these things matter. What exactly do they? So land on your feet. Uh, when you fall, you only take half de- normal damage and don't land prone. Okay. So the first level should have stopped me, I suppose, at that point. Uh, maybe. What's the cat fall? Uh, what needs to know your acrobatics? Are you trained, expert, master? I am definitely acrobatics master. Your master? You Sorry, take. I was an one for some reason. Okay, you take no damage at all from the falls. Um, However, you do keep falling down. So you pierce through the first floor, you fall down, pierce through the second floor, but you're still taking no damage. And now you're approaching the third floor, which is the one with the boulder and the side corridor. I need you to make another reflex save. I will, and I'm casting Wind Jump as soon as possible here. Gosh, 32 this time. All right, and you're about to pierce through as you're about down to your waist, piercing through that floor. You cast Wind Jump and are able to control your movement and fly where you so choose. Uh, I'm going to go back up two levels back to the first so they know I'm okay and can see me uh, through the barrier. All right, Yaru's head comes out the bottom floor. He waves all moist. I went a little crazy. Definitely use Featherfall. Definitely use Featherfall, guys. What is the shard doing? Is it reacting? Yeah, what is the shard doing as I approach? The shard is pointing away from the spout where it originally was and is pointing down at an angle uh, in deeper down into the lake at a little hypotenuse slanted angle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, this sh- uh, We are definitely near the source of the shard's activation. It is this way. Uh, Sildren will step off and cast Featherfall. All right, Sildren, you fall and you cast Featherfall. You wait till you fall a couple feet because it's fun. Then yeah. you cast Featherfall and you go whoosh, and then you gently go down and you alight gently upon this weird floor of resistance uh, and you can choose to go down or stay on that floor of water. There's really nothing, nothing I can do on that floor, right? Um, that's up to you. I'll continue to go down. All right, you are able to wiggle and push your foot through and then you sink down into this uh, second floor where it starts to get a little colder. And I would like you to make a perception roll, please. Uh, 31. Make a nature roll now. Hmm. <clears throat> 40. Ooh. You're, Sildren, you're putting it in my forte. 
<laughs> Sildren, you hear a sound, a an environmental sound, like a, a low rumbling of like a vault, uh, like a, a, a mountain, like underwater rock slide type of a sound. Um, but in as you listen closely to it, you identify it as the deep rumbling of a large creature deep below this water far far below and it's this moaning rumbling sound would it be dragon like or not dragon like it is not dragon like you got a 40 god dang you <laughs> think for a moment it is not a dragon it is a kraken <sighs> large gargantuan underwater beast get me back up <laughs> <laughs> Can I feather fall if I go upside down? Upwards. <laughs> I could. Um, okay. And um, you now have the option of you light upon the a light upon the second floor. I will do that for a moment and call the master Yaru. You're like hitting my head with your foot. Yeah. <laughs> there is, and the kraken is what deep down inside. Deep down uh, below. I would even say, with your perception, directly below. There is a kraken beneath us, Master Yaru. I will wait here and form the others, as this may change. As Bali goes, ah! <laughs> Our plants! A creature. Like a stone! <laughs> a creature more rare than Charais herself. What do we do, Sildren? What do we do, Sildren? <laughs> well, I mean, this is what we're here for. Is it not? Indeed. Xana, maybe tie a rope around Yelena. We need her to stay very close to you. <laughs> All right, you guys heading down? The two of you who are already in there heading down? Uh, I will go down with Sildren's... Uh, yeah, I'll following. go down to where the boulders are. All right, you go down to the third sub-level. There's another <laughs> floor there that goes down even further, but at this area is these boulders that essentially, two boulders that are suspended in water halfway in and out of the cylindrical shaft, and further beyond them is a horizontal passage, 10 feet tall, 10 feet wide, ice ceiling, ice floor, and slowly flowing water for the walls on the side. Yeah, yeah Sildren will stay at this level. Um, All right, you step on the ice, it's totally uh, solid and good to go. Urge the others to be quiet on their way down. Oh, also in this corridor is a, is a narrower uh, funnel of ice and, uh, and snow uh, blasting horizontally that then comes out and goes up. What way is your shard pointing? And you, are, you point in the shard is pointing. <laughs> it, it is pointing down that uh, hallway. Okay, so, so we may not need to face the Kraken. So the source of this spout is actually coming from the side and then up? Correct. Oh, okay. All right, what's going on up top? I'm going to send you next with Yelena, so the two of you can go down together. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Keep her safe. Stay close. Come here. 
All right, she holds on to you, and she is uh, definitely shaking a bit. It's all, it'll be all right. We just we we killed the dragon. You did a good job in uh, partially killing this dra- a dragon. There's nothing that we can't beat now. And as you descend, <laughs> as your eye level goes under the edge of the lake, she says, yeah, but I can't swim as you go down. And Xan, you cast Featherfall on the both of them? Correct. All right. You guys reach the, the first floor, and I assume you're wiggling your way through it to get down. You wiggle your way through it, and you get down to the third floor where you have Sildren and Yaru waiting for you. Molly, you're next. <laughs> oh, okay, so the plan is I jump and I'm okay. Yep, that's it. Hey, are you coming with me or are you staying up here? Oh, I'll probably come down. Okay. Xander's sick of our crappies leaving. Yeah. <laughs> he walks away and the bridge dissolves behind him as he walks. Mean, meanwhile, down in the, the third, just goes, <laughs> in the third quarter, you know, for a guy who's really, who stabs us a lot, he's not very trusting of us. You know what I mean? It's just kind of weird. <laughs> uh, Bolly, uh, heavy cube-like Bolly steps <laughs> off into oblivion knowing this could very well be a All right. way trip. Xander's still mid-sentence about some cautions and things to be aware of. Oh, oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Quickly cast a feather fall. He's, he's going to need two feather falls. <laughs> <laughs> extra, extra large feather fall. Extra large feather fall. All right, Bali, you come down and you, not as gently, but you do uh, touch the uh, first floor and don't have to work hard to wiggle your way through um, and get through. But then there's some big splashes each time he goes through. No, it's not. not But then you wiggle your feet, you go through, but due to your girth compared to some others, you get stuck a little halfway through, have to dig your hands in and find the bottom of the floor resistance and pull yourself (laughs) through it. And then you fall again and then you got to wiggle and you're like, oh, this is so embarrassing. You wiggle, you got to pull yourself through it. You get through and you come on down to the third floor and then you start to pull and they're like, no, 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 no. And they pull you into the side corridor. My so angle's changing as I- Finger to his oh. lips is in a B, you know, quiet. But I've got to be quiet now. Bolly's <laughs> uh, intentionally jumping just a few feet to Featherfall, <laughs> jumping a few feet to Featherfall. <laughs> I'm on the moon. <laughs> burp, Charlie, burp to get down. <laughs> As the last one, uh, Xander will actually cast uh, elemental motion with his fire hands and will fly down. All right. With style and speed, Xander goes down, I'm assuming head first, stylishly, oh, yeah. uh, piercing through the floors with ease. Uh, and you come splashing through and through and into the hallway, and everyone is gathered there. <clears throat> there is a kraken beneath us. What's that? Uh, just a small. Um, it's a big fish. Yeah. It's Small. a, it's a giant octopus squid yes. thing. It's what? massive. It's legendary what? and scary. You know, you know the old saying. What's wrong with you two? The old saying, there's always a bigger fish. Well, 
It's crap. It's the crack. <laughs> that is the biggest fish. It's the big one. Okay. The big one. Sounds awful. That sounds terrible. No, it's great. Let right. me tell we you. We shouldn't story. be we here at all. <laughs> we shouldn't be here. It's a terrible idea. It's a terrible idea. <laughs> We're all going to die. I agree with, with Bali. Let's, Let's head proceed back up. down the corridor and avoid the Kraken. If the Kraken's down, we're going to go in this way, which is not where he is, so we'll be fine. I think, how, Bali, how about we stay here and guard guard the entrance? Oh, I can't leave them alone. Oh, no. You think the Kraken's bad? These lot. No, Yelena, I'll go to watch over them. Stonefather, never forgive me if I left my uh, charges. Yeah, but what if you leave this charge? Uh, I don't want to go in there. You got to stay with me. Can't leave you behind. Exactly. Elena, I can promise you, we have seen a lot of things. You've already seen a lot of things. Oh my goodness, Vodak the White? There's been a lot of things we've had to go through. We have fought large sea monsters before, and we came out from all of that. This is no different. This is another interesting, scary adventure that we're going to be able to make it through just fine. However, what are you? promising me exactly, Xander? I'm saying that you're going to be fine as long as we stick together. When we split up, things can go bad. And no one will know because you're all by yourself. So stay with us. We'll keep you safe. She starts thinking and going through the last few episodes of the Inglorious Bards and thinking of any time you've made a promise and not fulfilled it. And then she says, all right. Only because you promised, and you better not break this promise. Never have. Wick is leaning over, going. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys head down this corridor. It is cold. The uh, ice is a little slippery, but not too much. The water you can uh, put your hand against and even your fingers through uh, on the wall sides, but the ceiling and the floor are ice. It's cold, and you guys are on either side of this uh, beam, if you will, of cold and ice that's just firing uh, horizontally through and then goes into the cylindrical vertical chamber and then goes up. Uh, you, Some of you shorter people can duck under and get to the either side of it so you're not cut off from each other per se. And you make your way down and this goes 40, 50, 60 feet, 100 feet, 200 feet. You're going through the lake, uh, further out into the middle of the lake. And as you do so, you approach a room of up ahead and the ice starts going and you can hear the strange sounds of those black tentacled swimming creatures uh, up ahead and as you approach quietly i believe with sildren's call uh, that we will stop there for tonight so thank you everyone for tuning in happy birthday to our uh, two fans uh, on the show and we will see you all next time Bye, guys. Bye.